MMR's Preston C podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Tuesday. It is February 7th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. The circus atmosphere that kicks off the NFL's biggest week returned Monday for the first time since 2020. And the word being used to describe Super Bowl opening night is energetic. The COVID-19 pandemic forced teams to meet the media on video conferences the past two years. Sirianni and the Eagles took the stage first at Footprint Center, home of the Phoenix Suns. Fly, Eagles, fly. Chance greeted players and coaches before... Before they spent an hour answering wide-ranging questions from more than 2,000 media members. Red-clad Chiefs fans took over the arena when Kansas City came out, turning it into an indoor version of Arrowhead Stadium. It was a new experience for many of the Eagles, uh, many Eagles who have had uh, seven holdovers from the team that beat, the, uh, beat New England in the Super Bowl five years ago. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs uh, are here for the third time in four years, so they've already got a taste of the media extravaganza in Miami in 2020. Kind of look like a professional wrestler. Wrestling event. It was crazy, crazy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we learned that Sirianni loves the Rocky movies and identifies with Sylvester Stallone's fictional movie character, who is part of Philadelphia's fabric, as, you. as much as the cheesesteak. Uh, and Mar- Marissa, we have that clip from uh, last. We have night. a clip. Yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. I feel like I, I live and coach in the the greatest uh, sports town in, the, in America. Um, it means so much to everybody there. That's what you want, right? When you're a little kid playing in a peewee football game you're like where's everybody i want them to see us i want to see i want them to see everything that we have to offer them right that's what you want you know you want your fans to love it you want your fans to be there you want them to be wearing green on friday you want them to be wearing green on saturday you want them to be throwing snowballs at santa claus you want that because that's what we want we want to be able to put our you know, our talents on display, and we're able to get in the greatest sports town in America. I was able to go to a couple of Phillies games. I didn't get to go to the World Series, but a couple playoff games. And I just love the fact that my kids are growing up in such a great sports town where football means so much because football means so much to me. Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts, an AP NFL MVP finalist, drew the largest crowd in the early portion. Reporters staked out a spot about an hour before the event started. The first question came from Hall of Fame wide receiver wide receiver Michael Irvin, an NFL network analyst. I feel like it's not a time to reflect, Hurts said, about his journey to stardom. We came here to finish the job. Uh, Chiefs coach Andy Reid got numerous questions about his time in Philadelphia and food. The cheeseburger fanatic would not name uh, his favorite city 
opportunity to eat outside of Kansas City, Green Bay, and Philly. They won't let me back in, he said. Uh, overall, opening night wasn't quite as outrageous as past years, but it was still very energetic. Someone asked Mahomes and Sirianni if this was a must-win game. Both said yes in the most polite way possible. Uh, <laughs> I would think so. What do you think? Donna, uh, yeah. How does it feel to win the Super Bowl? <laughs> Donna Kelsey, who took part in some of the night's festivities on stage, wore a jersey that was half green for Jason's Eagles and half red for Travis's Chiefs. She had number 87 for Travis on the front and number 62 for Jason on the back. A 13-year-old girl was hit by a stray bullet during a shooting in southwest Philadelphia early Tuesday morning. It happened shortly after 1 a.m. on the 2600 block of South 65th Street. Police could be seen examining bullet holes in a living room window and shell casings on the road. Arriving officers found the 13-year-old victim inside the home where she had been visiting family. Police say the girl had been on the first floor living room a few feet from the window when more than 30 shots were fired out on the street. Police say a man in his 20s was being chased and ran into the home where he knows some of the people. Uh, police believe that he was the intended target. Witnesses told police a dark-colored four-door sedan pulled up to the intersection and two males got out and started firing. The girl was hit in the shoulder by a stray bullet. Officers took her to a hospital. She's in stable condition. Uh, she's the fifth child, 13 or younger, shot this year. At this point last year, there had only been one child shot. Investigators say there are surveillance cameras in the area. The one Philadelphia bar that usually welcomes Kansas City Chiefs fans will not be opening on Super Bowl Sunday. Big Charlie's Saloon, located on the 1900 block of South 11th Street in South Philadelphia says it made the decision to close after realizing it would not be able to accommodate all the fans looking to watch the game there. It saddens me to say we will not be hosting the Super Bowl this year. We sold tickets very fast and had to turn our patrons away, so we don't want to do that. We can't accommodate everyone, so we will just close for the night. I'm sorry again. Go Chiefs, the bar posted on Twitter. The bar's owner uh, love, the owner's love for the team started in 1970 with a winning Super Super Bowl bet on the Chiefs. I think it's a shame that they're closing. Well, I think the isn't it like sixty people occupancy. Like a, this yeah, is like a small, small place. I also read yeah. that there are. Uh, they felt that a lot of people that were buying the tickets were not necessarily Chiefs fans, oh. and that was it. And it was okay. blocking out the regulars. Oh, yeah, yeah. Never. My friends and I stopped there after a game um, earlier this season, and they were the nicest folks ever. They gave us hamburgers. They were like feeding us and giving us drinks. The sweetest people. Um, They're Midwesterners. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the occupancy that place was tiny. It's a shame that they had to close. Like just let yeah. the people in who. Mm. Do want to watch well, they showed it. the setup. Right they had a, a special holder for the phone they were going to put up so they could watch oh. the game. The place is very small. <laughs> <laughs> they got a pop socket yeah, yeah. set up so nobody would have to hold it exactly. the whole time. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Uh, but listen, if you're an if you're an Eagles fan and you're out west, you can find a Philly bar in Scottsdale, Arizona. The Rock Bar is all things Philly, and it's also the home of the Eagles West Fan Club. Uh, Ray Posanera is known to everyone in Scottsdale as Philly Ray. He moved to Arizona in 1991 from North. Northeast Philadelphia. He's been the president of the fan club since 2014 when it was created with Rock Bar's home base for all things game day, including the Super Bowl. The club is more than uh, just uh, the club is more than just their love for the birds, but it's a chance to help the community. They say that they raise tens of thousands of dollars for local organizations. I wonder what cities outside of Philadelphia have Eagles bars because there on every West Coast town there is one, and you would Mm -hmm. think like Denver probably has one. Obviously, uh, Phoenix, Scottsdale, Arizona has one. So. I just think that they're probably all over the country at this point. Well, and I'm curious what other teams have uh, displaced uh, sure. your, your bars too, as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah if you're like Dallas, a Giants fan, I would imagine Dallas. 
Yeah, let's not give them any credit. Well, I'm just saying. No, 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 no I'm sure there. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know there was a Chiefs bar here. If you're talking yeah. higher up in the pecking order, just saying, just saying. <laughs> on that thing, yes, absolutely. I think you're going to find, but you know, that not every team is represented. I think. Yeah, but or maybe I'm wrong. I don't Eagles know. across the country, across like the country? Asbury Provisions, used to be the one in uh, Denver that recently closed, and another one has taken over this Britannia Pub in LA that they always go to. So I'll tell you we what, definitely up, go, up, travel hard. Uh, up in New York, Marissa, there were a number. Of uh, flyers, bars, and and oh, yeah, uh, yeah the, you know that it it permeated. Yeah, I feel like uh, geographically friendly too. Well, yeah, but I feel like also in New York, you can find every team right. a bar for every team Probably. there. You know what I mean? Because Just so many people, wise. well, and so many people move there. Yeah. So you're you're going to find saying. a lot of teams. Just saying. Just saying. We were talking about this over the weekend that the other teams' bars in Philly, though, have kind of like. Disappeared a little bit. A lot of Are them closed. To, a lot of them closed to COVID. Yeah, there was like one around the corner for me that was a Bengals bar that just never reopened. And the, um, the Bengals or the Bengals, the band, <laughs> both the oh, band. Yeah. Actually, yeah. they alternated on the weekend. <laughs> the band that would be great. See, when you walk in the front door, you have to cock your arms yeah. like this. <laughs> So you walk like an Egyptian. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's just the thing they do in. when you walk in. And then they had a great deal. It's just another manic Monday. Yeah, Monday. Right. Yeah, yeah, they have special a Monday, drink yeah. specials. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Happy hour on Mondays always. That's right. All right, in sports this morning. <laughs> Returned from the All-Star break with a 2-1 loss to the New York Islanders. Kyle what the f- is this? Palmieri and Matthew Barzal scored for the Islanders, leading them to the win. The Flyers are at home again on Thursday night with the game against Connor McDavid and the Edmonton Oilers. The puck will drop at 7 o'clock. The Sixers, who have won now nine of their last 11 games, are on the road tomorrow night with a game against the team uh, with the best record in the NBA, the Boston Celtics. The Sixers are in third place in the Eastern Conference, three games behind the Celtics for first. Tip-off is at 7.30. And quarterback Tom Brady, who announced his retirement last week, said that he won't begin his work as a sports broadcaster at Fox Sports until the fall of 2024. What is that? And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks so much, Kathy. Welcome to Tuesday morning and uh, yet another day of the activities on the road where Casey and company, it's Casey's big game adventure, uh, we spoke to the Philly uh, to the guys last night as yeah. they're they're spreading Philly across this country, um, and the slight change of plans. They stopped in Champaign, Illinois, instead of Springfield, Illinois, because uh, the hotel they were going to in Springfield had a water leak. <laughs> uh, but they managed to get a room. They're staying in Champaign, which is a little bit short of uh, of that uh, original destination. Uh, but their plan is to during our program this morning stop. In Philadelphia, Illinois, uh-huh. and Philadelphia, Missouri, they're going to hit two Philadelphias this morning and plant the um, uh, the the green roses. So, did they clock thirteen about thirteen hours yesterday? What was the travel We're supposed time? to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then another long travel day today. Uh. But I did get a nice text from Jackie this morning at the hotel last night. A plus plus, and they have a meeting in the lobby in just a few minutes. So they're uh, getting ready <laughs> wow. to get ready for day number two. All right, now the question is, Gargano, <laughs> are they going to be able to get his ass out <laughs> I would of bed? I would bet uh, three guys are going to show up for that meeting. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see. see about the fourth. 
Um, so, but nonetheless, we have plans in place. Whether or not we follow through on those remains to be seen, and you can catch the action live here on the Preston and Steve Show. The video coverage is exemplary. So we did it in the summer, and it was pretty pretty good. We were yeah. impressed by that. But now we have a camera switcher and all this stuff going on. It's cool. Yep, and we have a few different things to do uh, outside of that. Uh, we are going to have on this program uh, around 8.20 this morning, Dick Vermeil is going to be joining us. If you want to talk about perspective on yeah. all that's going on. Yep, so we will uh, chat a little bit with uh, mm. Coach uh, Vermeil, and we are also have uh, comedian Sam Morell who's going to be on the show. He's performing at the Borgata on the 24th, and we will check in with him. We also have a very special Tattoosday taking place today, so no one texting in to win today. No. We actually are going to have uh, our tattoo friends from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing and... Runic Tattoo stopping by today because some listeners are going to get some fresh Eagles ink here at our studios live on the air. So we'll meet those guys. We'll meet the tattoo recipients and the artists uh, before they get started, which will be, I think, at the 7 o'clock hour. Yeah, it's coming up soon. We also have uh, some food this morning. We'll do some giveaways because the Piccalilli from Shamong, New Jersey, are stopping in today. And they're bringing, this, of course, what you should be having at your party, which are some of the tastiest wings you'll ever have. Absolutely. Uh, so we look forward to Piccalilli here, and we'll do some giveaways in conjunction with her. So we obviously, we have a lot uh, taking place today. Hang on a second. We have a caller. Uh, let me go to Nick talking about uh, the Philly fans of Boston. Hi, Nick. Good morning. Yo, what's going on, guys? Yo, bud. How you doing? Good. <clears throat> so, uh, a couple years ago, me and my buddies went up to, Bo- well, family went up to Boston, and it was the London game, and <clears throat> my buddy Beak was looking online trying to find, uh, like, an Eagles bar. And yeah. So, the way we interpret it is that they're Philly fans of Boston and they pick a bar every year and then stick with that bar the whole season. So it's not like a particular bar. Interesting. And that is interesting. But, uh, but uh, it was awesome because it was the 930 game in the morning. So we all got our wives up super early and <laughs> started drinking real early. And uh, it was just Awesome. Yeah. Hey, can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning, Nick. That's exactly. All, it works. all right. Yeah. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. That's a good idea. So that's a good idea also because you, you um, you know, as, as you said earlier, with that story, Preston, is that there was a fear that, that uh, some of the tickets have been purchased by non-fans who yeah. were just trying to jam up the, uh, the, the pub. And if you change your location enough, you don't yeah. have to worry about that. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, listen, we are quite busy. Oh, and I do want to point this out because I love this. And you guys tell me what you think about it. I, I tried to I think of an idea to what we should call the vehicle that the guys are traveling in, that, that uh, the Subaru Ascent that they are in. I got an idea from Bill Burns in our sales department. Eagle One. Eagle One. Love I like, it. I yep. like that. Yep. So we'll check in with Eagle One and the occupants in a little while, I guess, if they get up and moving. They should be up and going. I'm, and, I'm sure Anthony woke them all up. Uh, so we'll uh, <laughs> we'll find out what that's like. We're going to take a break, come back in a second. Uh, stupid question and the entertainment report when we return. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. 
Everyone loves a smart investment, and there is no better place to put your money right now than in your home. And Window Nation has the perfect offer for anyone with a home at least 20 years old. Protect and increase the value of your home and energy efficiency by installing new windows from Window Nation. Window Nation is making it insanely easy to do so with 0% interest for five years. Plus, Window Nation will give you two windows free with every two you purchase. 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them Preston and Steve sent you. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Before I go to the stupid question, we just got word that Eagle One is on the road. They have actually gotten up and motivated and are in the vehicle and are on the move. But we will check in with us. We'll let them get moving a little bit, wake up, get some Dunkin' coffee in them, and we'll check in and see how things are progressing so far. But I'm, I'm impressed, very impressed. All right, so stupid question. We are going to give away a four-pack of tickets for the Philly Home and Garden Show, which is going to be the 24th through the 26th at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks. And uh, question this morning is, Black History Month, we're, we're covering these questions. What was the name of Gordon Sims' on-air personality on WKRP in Cincinnati? Ah, love that show. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. What was the name of Gordon Sims' on-air personality on WKRP in Cincinnati, 215-263-WMMR. Uh, by the way, Marissa, my uh, my co-pilot here, yes. now that Casey is out of the studio. Just You're Buzz Aldrin. Up. Yes, things may not sound exactly as you are used to hearing them, and that's okay. We're going to figure this out. We'll go through some birthdays today on the 7th day of February. It's Garth Brooks's birthday today. Uh, Garth Brooks celebrates his 60, 61st birthday. One of the biggest um, promotions I've ever seen. I was in Las Vegas when he was returning. He was going to be playing there in about a week and a half. And the entire city, I, I guess he'd taken some time off. And I, there was not, you could look nowhere without seeing his name on something. It was a massive promotion. Uh, I remember when his star rose and he hit big. One of the things that impressed me was that he was a vocal supporter and fan of rock music. Oh, which yeah, I had huge. not really heard from a country artist before. And so immediately, I liked him a lot because of that. Who's he? He's married to Trisha Yearwood? Yeah, I love him. Yeah. I've seen him like six times. I liked it. I'd like to talk yeah. to him. I'd love Absolutely. to spend some time with him. So yeah. he turns uh, 61 years old today. It's Ashton Kutcher's birthday as well. Uh, he turns 45 years old. Got a couple stories coming up concerning him. He's got a new biography on Is that what it is? Autobiography? Uh, or he's pushing something. I don't know. Is uh, he pushing the 90s show? Because he's uh, making some appearances on that. Is he, he making? Yeah. yeah. He's doing that. I know he's promoting that. And then there's uh, something else coming up with him. And You know what? We'll get to it. We'll get All to right. it. Come he's on. 45. Slow your roll. All right. Chris Rock's birthday. Ah. Chris Rock is uh, 58 years old today. Give him his birthday slaps. And... <laughs> Dude, there needs to be a video yeah. of that repeating really? 58 times <laughs> in honor of his birthday. Wow. Um, you know, I can't wait for him to fully bring it on and and to and and that it and that's what I feel he's waiting for is when he oh. can and not just touch on it and just do a little little comment to oh, he's ready to go. Full on bit run on this. Because he's he's let that spring coil up and mm-hmm. so he's doing a li- it's a live Netflix uh, performance. So he's going to do it live. You know, one, maybe one. They'll play it back, obviously, but at that point, that's when everyone will be tuned in. They don't do a lot of live things like that on Netflix. Yep. 
So 58 years old today. Uh, the great James Spader has a birthday as well. You were oh. saying that the, the blacklist is wrapping up. Correct, and yeah. I, I, that is a great show. It, it just went it went too long, but his character was very Hannibal Lecter-ish. Preston. Yeah, I think 13 years, I yeah. think, was the uh, the number on that. So, yeah, it's been on for a while. But uh, He's great. Yeah, he's great. And he, comedically, he was sensational on The Office. Yeah, I agree. He's uh, 63 today. Uh, Eddie Izzard, or Izzard, I'm not sure exactly how he prefers you pronounce it, but... Uh, we happened to have him here, and he was great, man. Just I, a nice guy. I remember because I think he was still on London time or something. I think he came in at like seven. Yeah, he was a really early interview, but he had he was in that that phase of his life where he was running a, like a marathon every day. Mar- yeah, yeah, like it was crazy. He was running marathons weekly yeah. and, and daily, and, and you just, would look at him and not say this guy's no, a major athlete. He didn't look like a runner. Runners are usually lanky and and thin, and, nope. and but uh, you know he's he's a little bit stockier than that. He's not like overweight or anything no. like that. But he does not look like a distance runner. But it's his passion. He's sixty one years old today. Another interesting character we've had in the studio before. Emo Phillips was here, nineteen eighties uh, comedian, very quirky, very weird. I always loved his stand up. He actually was yeah. uh, he was dating Judy Tenuta, who passed yeah. away recently. Uh, but when his when his segment on the show was over, left. He just left. Left. He just disappeared. Yes. Yep. Uh, he is 67 today. And then last birthday is Deborah Ann Wool. Yeah. Uh, actress from True Blood. Yes. And was she in Daredevil, She's too? in Daredevil. So yeah, she's the, the She's the lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, well, the assistant, yeah. Yeah, she's like paralegal or something. Right, like right, that. right. Yeah. Um, beautiful gal. Uh, she is uh, Lovely lady. 38 years old today. You get to see her naked a lot in True Blood Preston. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to the super question this morning. What was the name of Gordon Sims' on-air personality on WKRP in Cincinnati? We will go to Chris to see if we can get a correct answer. Hi there, Chris. Good morning, Gadzooks. Gadzooks. All right, Chris. Uh, Gordon Sims' on-air personality, WKRP in Cincinnati. Who was he? Uh, Gordon Sims was known as the Venus Flytrap. You are yeah! Venus Flytrap, the night jock. Hang on a second, Chris. Going to give you a four-pack of tickets for the Philly Home and Garden Show, February 24th through 26th at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center at Oaks. And three days only to shop, compare, save with local trusted experts. And you can buy tickets early and save at phillyhomeandgarden.com. All right, I got a few things to talk about. Um, Some leftover stuff from the Grammys, by the way, and I'm sure uh, you noticed this yesterday, but apparently people can't get enough of Ben Affleck's (laughs) facial expression at the Grammys. Uh, He didn't look happy. Uh, He looked bored. Uh, and and annoyed in some pictures, and fans took notice. When she looked like she kind of like snapped at him a little bit, like, "All right, knock it off." She, yeah, she clearly did. They had a, a lip reader try to examine what, what she, she said. said. Yeah, I mean, she really. Wasn't, she wasn't too uh, mad, but like it was like a little stern. Okay, she, she, uh, I'll I'll get it for you, Press. You you go on. I'll see what the lip reader. Yeah, he was uh, he was in her house. I mean, like you know, the Grammys. That's that's give right. her a break. Yeah, that, yeah, that's not his thing. Step Although, up. if they go to the Oscars, that's both of them. Like he doesn't yeah. have his own place, you know. But uh, then you see her look like to the camera right after. I guess she realizes it's there, and oops. then like this. No, oh, like, yeah. not really. Like she, well, she wasn't. She didn't look too embarrassed. She, she just put the smile back on. Right. Yep. Do you have my balls in your pocketbook? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so it is, uh, let me see here. God damn it, I just had the article. What are you looking for? It is, is the, an actual, What the lip reader the lip, said. Oh, okay, so, all right, the lip reader says, she said, stop, look more friendly, look motivated. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, some joked that the actor needed to get some Dunkin' Donuts as a pick-me-up, <laughs> referencing to his love for the company. 
Uh, and on Monday, J-Lo shared a reel to Instagram featuring photos and video from the event. Uh, Always the best time with my love, she wrote, my husband. Uh, and she had apparently addressed the memes in that sort of roundabout way. If you're going to pop the suit on and you're going to go to the event, you, you have to be engaged. Or, yeah. or don't go. Yeah. yeah. yeah there, those are your two, your two options. Yeah, you do but have to. if you're going to go, that's her realm. Yeah. Play along. And by the way, you're an actor. No. Act like you're happy to be there. Act like you enjoy your marriage. Yeah. Act like like it's a good time. <laughs> so the other thing was uh, Madonna. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and just generally how she looked. But to be honest, I didn't think it was that remarkable of an evening because I, I thought she has been looking like that anyway. But I think this is the first time at a big event right, right, that where people, people saw have her. seen her face exposed. But she's done some videos here and there, and she already looked. But she did look a little puffier than usual. That's what was pretty amazing. She looked like a uh, a packed sausage. <laughs> yeah. She, a lot of people were saying she looked like the uh, ventriloquist dummy from the movie Saw. Oh, really? Where are the sausages? Uh, you know what, though? But I find that when they do all the, the, a ton of face work, they mm-hmm. start to get, they, they get that puffy look. Like, it almost makes them look heavier, and they're not. It's just all the, the stuff that's happening. Happening in the face. Well, you remember yeah. the footage that shows she had that little a video that she released to announce her tour yeah. with all the celebrities, that kind of a riff on the truth or dare thing? And she, she has looked pointed and bizarre. It's very difficult to look at it's now. So she looks difficult. androidish. Yeah. And yeah. saw ish. It, it looks, um, <laughs> looks like a robot. Well, she kind of looked, yeah, a little bit of a robot, or maybe uh, she uh, she has a uh, an allergic reaction to something. Yeah. She should you be know? on the show Wednesday. Uh, yeah. That's what she looks like now. Yeah. So, anyhow, uh, so she had uh, said that night she was talking about, uh, uh, spoke about being shocking and had word for all the troublemakers out there. That was part of her speech. It's up to you to do the shocking ones now. It's up to you to be yourself in shocking titles now. Shocking Shocking people now. Shocking people now. Kathy speaks Madonna. I like shocking tornado. Shocking tornado. Name of my new discovery. You discovered something new? A new bed. However, what stood out was her face. Obviously, her noticeably. Your face really stands Her bigger lips, braids, a tight black suit, and fishnet gloves. Also, she had the collar that went all the way up. It was a bizarre sort of. She looked uncomfortable. German S&M sort of look. Yeah, 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 yeah. So weird. So, yes, Madonna's tribute came after Kim Petras made history as the first transgender woman to ever win a Grammy. She and Smith, who was also part of that. Um, award duo uh, took home uh, the award for best pop duo for the hit Unholy, but uh, Madonna you- <laughs> overshadowed all that. And you and I had this observation when we were out there a, a number of years ago, pressing for some radio function. That, that that that's the norm. You look, you look, yeah, you look yeah. weird if you don't look like that yeah. out, out there. A yeah. lot of people just look so pristine and unwrinkled. Yeah, they actually chased us out of the hotel with lit torches. Yeah, it was embarrassing. Uh, so, rumors have been circulating about uh, Kim Kardashian and Tristan Thompson getting back together since the Kardashian star has been supporting him following the death of his mother last month. I mean, not, not Kim, right? Did I say Kim? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, uh, I meant uh, Chloe. Okay. Um, so, Thank you. Uh, <laughs> however, uh, Chloe uh, denied these rumors on Twitter on Monday. They're so stupid, aren't they, Chloe? Yeah, it's uh, completely wrong. Uh, so. Who has she wrote? Who has time for a man? LOL. 
I have a six-month-old baby, and True and I are sickly codependent on one another. That's healthy. Uh, she wrote, ha, I secretly love it. Not, no, but for real. No man right now. Yeah. He's, he's in my prayers, too. Ha, yes. <laughs> All right. Slay queen. Yep. Uh, Maria Shriver was searching for advice following her divorce from Arnold Schwarzenegger in 2021. On Monday's episode of Making Space with Hoda Kotfi, uh, she shared that uh, she ended up sobbing while visiting a convent. Uh, after filing for divorce, uh, she said, I went to a convent, a cloistered convent, and to be in silence and look for advice. While there, she said the Reverend Mother gave her permission to be herself. She says, you can't come live here, but you do have permission to go out and become Maria. I was, uh, like, sobbing, she said. You can check out any time you want. <laughs> but you, you can, can never, never leave. leave. <laughs> uh, she said, I was like, who is that? And she said, I think the word permission. I never give my... I've never given myself permission to feel. No, that's good. That's, I say that all the time. To be vulnerable, to be weak. To I be should be a nun. Brought to my knees, and the world did it to me. We've discussed, well, besides that garbage, the, 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 the <laughs> giving yourself permission to be human and make mistakes and feel yeah. certain ways. Uh, as weird as it is to phrase it that way, we a lot of times hold ourselves to unreal standards. Mm, yes. And that's that can only lead to uh, looking like Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I don't, Doctor. I don't, I don't, I don't. Uh, Tom Brady shared a thirst trap oh to his gosh. social media pages yesterday or on Monday, showing himself sitting on the side of the bed in nothing but his underwear. <laughs> uh, the former NFL quarterback told fans back in June that he would recreate some of the models' underwear photos from his Brady brand clothing line if a post got 40,000 likes. And of course, he's going to if he puts that out there. Uh, did I do it right, he wrote. Uh, this comes just days after he announced that he was uh, retiring from football for good. So. You know what's sort of surprising is that um, uh, he's in good shape. He's not yeah. in, in just, I would think, playing, you know, pro ball um, as a, I don't know. You maybe kind, do you think he kind of looks a little skinny? I do. Yeah. I do. That's that, what you, know you were thinking. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that diet they were on. I mean, like, a, their treat was a banana. I think, but I think, but, uh, Marissa, for a quarterback playing in the league, as we talk about how the guys are just giant now, mm-hmm. if you don't have some meat on you and you get clocked by one of these guys, mm-hmm. it's going to result in uh, in severe injury. I agree. His left peck is a little droopy. Yeah, it is drooping down on that. But that's one he's completely kind to me. He's holding the home phone with his left hand. So amazing. Yeah. There you go. And he's him. also covering his junk with one the peck hand. in the droop. And by the way, stop it, dude. Stop. Come on. Stop it. There's trap. Uh, let's see. Uh, people report that uh, Connie Boss Alexander, the mother of uh, the late Stephen Twitch Boss, uh, took to her Instagram stories on Sunday to react to her son being featured in the in memoriam segment uh, on the Grammys, which was very nice of them to do. They did an, uh, It seemed like they were really trying to make sure they didn't screw up by leaving anyone out this which time. Which they usually do. Yeah, and then they did separate music genres to have everyone uh, in their appropriate spot. That's nice. Yeah. I like that. Uh, so she said, it will never seem real. I miss you. I love you. Uh, and to infinity and beyond. It's, um, That's Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear, line. yeah. Uh, keep shining bright for us. Well, maybe he maybe he liked What's uh, up, Doc? Or I don't know. 
Uh, let's see. According to Entertainment Tonight, former uh, Good Good Morning America 3 host T.J. Holmes was spotted shopping for jewelry uh-huh. at David Yerman and Tiffany and Company over the weekend, just ahead of Amy Robach's 50th birthday, which was on Monday, and he was reportedly looking at gold rings and necklaces. What do you think the odds are they get engaged within the year? Uh, I think pretty solid. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're ready to, they, they cashed in their jobs. To stay together. Yep. He uh, wasn't in the cheap section at Tiffany. No. Oh, okay. Well, he lived with a blue shopping bag, so oh. I, I don't really know, Kath, if he was in the you know buying a pen <laughs> or a business card holder. Right, the business well, what, card kind, holder. Yeah. what kind of bag or box do they give you in the cheap section? <laughs> Is it like the kind of thing that takeout food comes in? No, no. You still get the blue box and the bag. Yeah, you still get that. It's got a greasy box. <laughs> uh, okay, wait. I'm gonna I'm gonna back up. I'm gonna go back to Tom Brady for just a second here. I should have done it right after that story, but there is an eBay seller. That's looking to cash in following his second and hopefully final retirement announcement. Uh, the Florida Beach Sand, where Brady ended his iconic 23 NFL oh, career, 23-year career, was listed for sale on eBay. The last, uh, the last bid was ninety-nine thousand dollars. Come on. What is the seal of, of certification that they provide? They, they have some stuff to follow up. So bid for one of two samples taken from Tom Brady's exact retirement spot on February 1st, 2023 is in the listing. Uh, he made the announcement from Surfside Beach in Miami uh, where he lived with his then-wife Giselle Bunchen, or near where they lived at right. one time. Uh, the bidding war began Thursday when the user... Uh, Listed the sand as $677 in honor of his total career touchdowns. Uh, the auction is set to end on February 12th. Over the past few days, the bidding skyrocketed from its original price to 15000 before reaching nearly 100000 Saturday morning. The seller, who notes the sand was collected hours after Brady's retirement video, revealed the highest bidder will receive one of the two eight-ounce mason jars they collected. Photo proof is provided in the listing, and the seller says video proof of the sand being collected is available upon request. All right. What oh was the, my God. Uh, Nick, maybe you remember this. What was the monetary swing from that game ball? I think it was a game ball that a, a fan bought. Oh, yeah. Because oh, right. it's his retirement. And then That's he right. And then he unretired. Back. Yeah. So they, I don't remember the dollar figure, Steve. Right, but yeah. it was not a wise investment because he then he unretired. And it was like less than a month later. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it depreciated a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got uh, this ball. Uh, let's see. A variety reports that the forthcoming Hogwarts Legacy game uh, set in the 1800s Wizarding World We'll introduce the Harry Potter franchise's first transgender character, uh, Serona Ryan, uh, owner of the Three uh, Broomsticks Pub, by the way, which is famous in the in the books. Uh, informs players that her they serve butterbeer. Uh, they do serve butterbeer, yeah. Uh, and uh, her classmates. Uh, uh, it informs players that her classmates took a second to realize that she was actually a witch, not a wizard. This comes. After Harry Potter creator J.K. Rowling faced significant backlash for posting multiple transphobic tweets. Uh, and the company said J.K. Rowling is not involved in the creation of the game. Uh, while remaining true to the original vision, portkey game developers chart new territory by creating fresh ways for fans to immerse themselves into the wizarding world. I think the game is already in pre-sale number one on all platforms, wow. which is pretty wild. And wow. it's apparently a long game. Okay. I wouldn't mind playing one of those games. I loved, <laughs> I know you played it as well. The Quidditch game. I awesome. love that game. <laughs> that was on like PS3 or oh, something yeah. way back when. Oh, Christ. I love just flying around Hogwarts on the yep. 
on my uh, on my broom. That was a great I game. I think I had a Nimbus 2000. Did any of you guys see uh, Secrets of Dumbledore, which is the third in the Eddie Redmayne series? watched a little bit of it the other day. I now want to watch the whole thing. Yeah, especially since you've read them recently, Preston. It, yeah. I, it's, to me, uh, Steve, like the best of the, the three prequels yeah. or whatever. It really I'll dives, check it out. It dives back into the Harry Potter world really well. They spent a lot of time with Dumbledore and with um, uh, in Hogwarts. So I, I that was my favorite of those movies. All right, uh, uh, Kathy, you'll want to yeah. pay attention to this. According mm-hmm. to The Hollywood Reporter, Matthew McConaughey, is in talks with Yellowstone creator Taylor Sheridan about a possible spinoff series. Oh, okay. Now, this comes after it was reported that Paramount may be ending Yellowstone early, and that's due to scheduling conflicts with Kevin Costner. What is he doing? What do you mean? What kind of conflict do you have? I know. Well, unless we're talking about... Uh, contract conflict, yeah, which exactly. you s- suddenly come up when you're renegotiating. I know. That could be it. I mean, they use the word scheduling, so I don't yeah. know what that, if, if he already had movies that were hard and fast in the works and it Cancel conflicted. Them. Is this show? It sometimes <laughs> does happen. I mean, like um, uh, uh, Mindhunter. Yeah. Uh, the reason there hasn't been a second season is because the cast members had get them together. commitments right. uh, for other projects. And, and it's too bad because I love that show. Sometimes they'll switch out the guy playing the lead. Like no. he just did it with, I know. And it just, <laughs> he's apparently the, the, you know, the absolute, the only person who can play this. Uh, but they did, did it with the uh, the Witcher series. They, uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, Henry Cavill left, and they have Liam uh, Hemsworth playing it. And apparently, you know, it's not working out quite well. But a spinoff series would not be this show, right? It, it would it'd be, be Jellystone. It'd be a different. Well, he'd be playing Yogi Bear, <laughs> right? It would be. It wouldn't be like they would swap him out, right? I, no, 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 no. no, no. I, it would be a spinoff. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so Paramount said in a statement, "We have no news to report. Kevin Costner is a big part of Yellowstone, and we hope that the uh, that that's the case for a long time to come. Thanks to the brilliant mind of uh, Taylor Sheridan, uh, we are always working on franchise expansions of this incredible world that he has built. Matthew McConaughey is a phenomenal talent with whom we'd love to partner." They said. Well, I would believe this scheduling thing because they released the first half of the the latest season, and the second half, I thought it was like coming after the holidays or yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's like not until the summertime, <laughs> I, and I, it's the second half of that season. You lose. No, I don't lose it. You lose your momentum, <laughs> I think, after a while. But you're, you're to- this is your favorite show. I, I have never in my life purchased a uh, like apparel for a TV show. I'm- I notice you wear your Yellowstone sweatshirt. I have a Yellowstone sweatshirt. I'm looking for more. If anybody knows of anything, you can send me wow. links. Uh, yeah, I don't. I just, I literally want. I, this is wh- where my uh, love of or my thought that I could possibly live on a. F- Luxury farm. Remember we said that. You were about to say farm. It was like luxury farm. Yeah, like it's like a whole different life. I'm like this. I I might be able to do this. Did you throw out your Sanford and Son jersey? I did. I did throw that out. I want to live in a junkyard. Interesting. I I may have to. I may have to go back and and try it again. Try Yellowstone. Everyone loves it. I mean, it is, and it's been a powerhouse for Paramount Plus, right? Mm -hmm. And watch the prequel. Casey and I were telling you. Before? It it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter? It doesn't. Well, no, it doesn't matter. But, like, you, it it made me love Yellowstone and why they're so protective of their land even more. Maybe I'll go to that first. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, anyhow, um, yeah, we'll see if this Matthew McConaughey spinoff thing ends up happening. Uh, You know what? I think we need to jump right to the clips because our guys are on the road, and I want to make sure that we uh, don't take up too much time. So do you have the drum roll? Beautiful, Marissa. Thank you. All right. So the Real Housewives of New Jersey are back for another season filled with cannolis, family, and a whole lot of drama. Cannolis. (laughs) I love cannolis. Here, housewife Melissa 
Gorga? Yeah. Uh, talks about her relationship with sister-in-law and fellow housewife Teresa Judice. Here we go. Listen, we are family, and I think that everyone was always rooting for us to be besties. But And I just hate to let everyone down, but it's, just, it's not going to happen. Ooh. We have another Real Housewives in New Jersey clip. All right. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. No, we don't. What do you mean? Oh. Yeah, do you watch that? Show? No, no, not at all. I've never watched one <laughs> right, episode no. of any season. It's it's like <laughs> there's there's Yellowstone and then Real Housewives in New Jersey. Uh, season 13 airs tonight, 9 o'clock on Bravo. All right, here's our next clip. Now I got it. Penn Badgley <laughs> returns as Joe Goldberg for the fourth season of Netflix's You. In this clip, he and co-star Victoria Pedretti discuss their thoughts on their victims within the series. Here we go. Yeah, I sympathize with Joe's victims all the time. Yeah, I don't. I'd be a sociopath if I didn't, right? Am I? Are you calling me a sociopath? No, because you don't have all the same victims. I. I mean, you do have a lot of victims. I do. I do. <laughs> you shut you my <laughs> and shut the. F- up, huh? So who's the other person in that clip? I don't know. Vic- it's, the, it's the two characters. Oh, the Victoria Pedretti. So it was, uh, it was Penn Badgley and Victoria uh, Pedretti. Hmm. All right, so... That's you- really an- amazing. Yeah, that's what I said. He and co-star Victoria Pedretti discussed oh, I, their I thoughts. I missed that part because I was, I was still is, thinking about Yellowstone. When uh, is it? Well, yeah. When is the new season? Next Thursday. Oh, okay. Or, no, this Thursday. Oh, okay. Is it good? Oh, yeah. I love it. I watched every season. What's it about? Uh, a, psych- a psychopath who murders people. Okay. That doesn't seem like to be up your alley. Oh, it, uh, it's a, because it's about love. He does it for love. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. It started as like a lifetime show. Kathy, this is one of those half season ones, too. Oh, here Where we go. Where it's like half now and half in two months. Kathy does surprise me with some of the things that she watches, like Servant. Yes, which I've, I'm I'm caught up on, but I think it's I don't, I can't believe you watch that show. It's so you know weird. what though? But I loved all a night's movies. I don't think there okay. was one that I didn't. Even the ones where people were like, "Yeah, it was okay." I liked them. Yeah. Of course, we uh, we'd like to talk tonight. I, I know mean, it would be great. One. We we Movie considered ourselves friends, yeah. and I know hey. he's a busy man. He's a good right. man. Um, so, somebody mentioned crickets the other day about a guest. We are we complete received complete crickets from uh, nights. Why do the people become right our good friends eventually? Ghost us. <laughs> okay. we're, we're doing something. Is it Michael Cologne? I think no. Yeah, it's uh, frustrating when that happens. By the way, Kathy, that Victoria person went yeah. to Pensbury. Went to your high school. Is that, that, was, that was in the clip, the you clip that we just played. Is she the one that plays love? <laughs> I don't watch the show, but uh, Victoria Petretti, oh. who was just in that clip that we played, she was a Pensbury grad. Yeah, is a I Pensbury th- grad. Yes, yes. I, she's the main character. I did, you know, Nick, when I first started watching the show, somebody sent that to me. Wow. I did know that, yeah. All right. We should get her on. Wait, is that we how We should he... get new friends now, because our old friends don't like us. <laughs> he has like a South Fellini sticker on his computer. Oh, really? Yeah, I wonder if that's on the, the connection. Show? Yeah. Oh, all right. Let's work on trying to get her on. All right. Done and done. Uh, did you guys look in the Acme Lounge? Yes. Oh, got people people. Wait. What's up, fellas? Hey, we got uh, Birds fans waiting to get some fresh and ink this morning. I smell something good, too. I do, too. I, is that uh, It's got to be Piccolo. You're smelling love. Uh, <laughs> yep, yep, they're setting up as we speak, so we got Piccolo in. And we'll do some giveaways with those. We have some $50 gift cards to give it. What the hell? Let's give it Let's do it right now. Crazy. Call number 12 at 215-263-WMMR. We'll set you up with a $50 gift card for Piccadilly Inn in Chamon, New Jersey. You can place your order for the big game from the Piccadilly Inn and enjoy their award-winning wings, tails, and ears. Hot and delicious on game day for uh, Pick Pack game day specials. Pick Pack! Visit Pick a Lily Inn on Facebook. And by the way, Pick is spelled P-I-C. Yeah. Not P-I-C-K. 
Pick Come on, man. a lily in. Come on, stop it with that. Stop. All right, so we'll uh, we'll take 12 caller and we will set you up with that. The fellas are up and awake and running. They are on the road. Eagle One is headed to Philadelphia, Illinois this morning. Uh, they left from Champaign about a half hour ago or so, something like that. So we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll meet with those guys. We also need to meet the guys that are getting our tattoos and our artists who are uh, administering those tattoos this morning from Runic Tattoo and Folding World Tattoo and Piercing. Love it. Dick Vermeil on the program. Our pet's heads are falling off. All of that is taking place. Our pet's heads are falling off. All of that is taking place. We'll come back in just a moment. Stay with us. Have you asked? Red Hot Chili Peppers. Nickelback. Metallica. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. So they're working on some things in the car. We're going to check in with the guys in Eagle One a little bit. But today is a Tuesday. And we're doing a special version of Tattoos Day. Uh, we're going Eagle style today. And we have uh, gotten volunteers this morning who wanted to get some permanent representation of the team that they love. To me, that says you are really all in on this if you get ink off of an event. Oh, my God, yes. We did years Uh, ago. Yeah, Flyers had two. Absolutely. See how that turned out? They lost the Stanley Cup. It was a disaster. (laughs) It was horrible. Yeah. Uh, But it's all right. Uh, This is a whole different thing. And uh, we want to thank our friends from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing for being here and also Runic Tattoo. The artists are actually... Uh, they're doing it in the kitchen this morning. You got some. T- <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> and and, the, the, and they just love that we're doing it in the kitchen. But you got some top artists in there, and they're all ready to go. Somebody's is amazing. Somebody's coming in to toast their bagel. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. and then there's blood there's, running there's out some guy's arm. <laughs> <laughs> I right, well, listen. I'm excited. These guys are fired up to be here this morning, and uh, we're going to welcome our tattoo recipients. Just say hi, and then we're going to send them on their way. And then we're going to check in with the gang out in the car. So, uh, and and I apologize in advance if I butcher your guy's last name. We have Steve Ardinger. Is that it? You got it, man. Hey, Steve. How you doing, man? Oh, this is great, man. It's awesome to actually be here. I've been a Birds fan my entire life, and awesome. I'm so psyched. All right. Where are you from? Uh, grew up in Downingtown. I live in Westchester. All right. And uh, what are you doing for the game this weekend? I'll uh, be going over a friend's house, man. We have a crazy uh, bunch of Eagles fans, and we all get together for games. Was it the same group you got together with the last time they won the Super Bowl? No, unfortunately, it was not for that. I was down in a little Italian club for that one, but right. uh, for this one, it's the same group of guys, just right. a different location. I'm sure but Casey... He's, he's taking it to a new level by getting a tattoo, and that's going to boost That's the, right. Yeah, it's going to y- boost it. Yin and Yang. Yeah. All right, good. Good man. And what uh, what design are you going to get? Uh, I'm looking at the flying bird with the uh, football on his thing, so I want yep. to see if I can possibly get him to change the football to a Dallas star being torn in half. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like an easy change. Talk to your uh, talk to your artist, and we'll see where you're going to get it. What, what uh, part of your arm. body? Okay. Arm. Excellent. All right. Thank you for being here, Steve. And then we have uh, Cliff Mungavin is here. Is that correct? Mungavin. Correct. Nice to meet you, Cliff. Nice to meet you as well. All right. Where are you from, bud? I'm from Levittown. Oh, nice. Let's go. Yeah. Pensbury. Yeah. You were Pensbury, too? (laughs) Correct. Wow. Two Pensbury grads here. 94. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Did you know the, the, uh, the legend of Kathy? He was two years before me. Well, she actually used to live by my Aunt Mary Jo. 
Mary yeah. Jo is your aunt? Mary, yes. Oh, God, yeah. Mary Jo was like, yeah. <laughs> she, we acts were... like, she acts like no one would know her. And here you have a perfect connection. <laughs> no, she was my our neighbor right yeah, across the street. Yeah, right across the street. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. them. Uh, Cliff, what do you got going on for the game this weekend? I'm um, just staying home with the family, brother-in-law, kids, wife. Nice. Um, same thing we did last Super Bowl. Right. Love it. And love what it. are you yeah. going to get? What's getting um, I'm thinking about the helmet with the football. All right. And I where's like that, that, that going to go? on my leg. On the I'm leg. covered everywhere else. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the leg. All right. Well, we'll see how it goes. Thanks for being here, yes, Cliff. Thank you. And then we have uh, Chris Klein is here yes. this morning. Hey, Chris. Good morning. How you doing? Good, man. Nice to see you. Where are you from, bud? Uh, so grew up in Quakertown, living in Limerick currently. Oh, okay. You're kind of out my way. I'm yeah. Harleysville. I'm not too far from Limerick. You yeah. both used to live near uh, Bill Cosby at the... Uh, yes. At, <laughs> at the, uh, uh, at the prison. Century, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. Our most famous resident <laughs> out that way. Yep. Uh, and what do you got going on uh, game-wise this weekend? Uh, this... This time around, I'm going to be uh, spending the day with my in-laws. Okay. Um, I got to give them all the credit because I was into Philly sports, and, and I mean, especially my father-in-law. Yeah. Shout out Tim King um, <laughs> and, and the whole King family. I mean, they really thrust, like, you know, full, the, the whole full football. Yeah. yeah, I mean, huge, huge football family. Um, so that's really what's you know, over over the years has really pushed me forward. So. Cool, cool. And how, how would it have been if you had not been an Eagles fan and welcomed into that with your <laughs> wife's family? Um, I don't know. Could have been ugly. <laughs> Can't even imagine. Could have been ugly. Still like nightmares. You have your uh, your sleeve pulled up a little bit. Is that yeah. a Phil's tattoo on, yes, on your right wrist? Oh, yes, nice. it is. Do you have any other uh, sports-related tattoos on, on your body? Nope. Before? I've been talking for years now about getting an Eagles tattoo. Um, I got a baby on the way, so I'm not spending money right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're getting um, it, man. Yeah, yeah. so this, this was a, a, a huge blessing. And which design are you going to get? Uh, so I do like the eagle with the uh, the banner says it's a Philly thing. Nice, nice. excellent, yep. excellent. And that'll right. lock you in time because that's the slogan. For Absolutely, this. Yeah, yeah. for right. sure. Thank, thank you, Chris. And then there's Mikey Walters who was just stopping by with his buddy this morning. It's your brother-in-law. So you had no plans to get a tattoo. No. Do you have any tattoos? Yes. Okay, all right. All right. So, so you're not a complete stranger to that. <laughs> nah. uh, and uh, Mikey's happy to be here. We, were, we were talking uh, off air. You've been a fan of uh, MMR and the President Steve and show Kathy for a while? since high school. But yeah. I love uh, we went to high school together. St- I didn't know that. Did you guys have study hall today? Yeah, we had, we had study, study hall together. And she's, she was always sweet then and super hot still. Aww. 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 Thanks, Mikey. Hey, did she actually study in study hall? She helped me get through high school. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> I had some trouble with English. Wow. Uh, that's awesome, Kat. Isn't that great? All right, but so- I love you guys. I've listened to you guys forever. I've worked in body shops my whole life, so you guys are always oh, on the radio. Thank you. Thank you so much, man. Uh, Mikey, you've had a chance to look at the designs? Yes. What are you thinking? I'm thinking about the love... With Philly on my neck. Love oh, on your neck. Yeah, on neck. go big or go home, right? All right. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh, my God. Kathy, since he's a schoolmate of yours, will you do likewise? No, no. <laughs> we already have matching tattoos. <laughs> All right. We're going to be in thigh. We- exactly. <laughs> Slippery run wet on mine. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kathy is lucky you. Oh, lucky you. Uh-huh. Uh huh, I do. Oh all right, God. so, well, all right, all right fellas, we're, we're, we're going to send you off to get this done, all right? And <laughs> we'll you see you when it's off. Thank you. Have Steve, a good day. Cliff, and Chris, and Mikey. There they go. And they are headed off. Tattoos Day happening here on the President and Steve show. You know, I got to redo that chant again because that didn't work out right.
And with that, Marissa, do we have our audio set up and everything? We should. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, Eagle One. John the Road again. Is John the Road again. Casey's going, John the Road again. Made their way into the state of Illinois. Hashtag it's a Philly thing, my friend. Last night. Casey's going, John the Road again. Go birds. All right, so it is time to see how the fellows are doing as they are making their way across the Midwest. Let me see if we have them. Uh, Case, can you guys hear me? Yeah! (laughs) All right. Uh, So you guys, I can't believe you were up and moving. That's fantastic. What time did you get up this morning? Uh, well, I mean, actually, yeah, 4.30. No, 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 no. I mean, technically, we kind of slept in. Because we're an hour behind you guys, so. Okay. Right. Um, but we hit the road at, at uh, five fifteen uh, Illinois time. Well, oh, okay. Now, thanks for putting on the light. We can see you guys now a little bit better. I don't know. Do you have your disco lights ar- arrayed yet, or no? We they're not plugged in. All right. Um, we're trying to figure out some other things, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they're not plugged in. But we we do have them. All so right. uh, I guess maybe tomorrow. Because well, the sun's coming out right now, so it's going to be a little. Lost, but uh, maybe we'll work on that in, in a little bit. Well, you know the big the, sun fully. the big question we were th- thinking this morning is: it would would it? You know, Anthony, you, you suggested it might be a little difficult getting up a little early, but how how was it for you? Listen, he no way he thought I was getting up. No way. No way. No way. He was to the lobby. Yes, purpose. I beat his ass to the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. What time did you get to the lobby? I came rolling down. I thought everybody was in the lobby 10 to 5. No. No, <laughs> no he wasn't. He's <laughs> so, so the word is that the original hotel you guys were going to be at, they had a, like a, a, um, a water main break or something? Yeah. So we were going to say, and, and actually it's kind of better because that was set in Springfield, Illinois. That would have added another hour plus to our trip last night so we're just making up that time now this morning but uh yes we ended up staying in champaign illinois Mm -hmm. and uh you know we got into town uh 8 30 ish like uh you know 9 30 philly time stopped and grabbed some dinner and and then we we all we crashed hard last (laughs) night it was it was a long day on the road yeah, I'm sure, man. I don't have an earbud stuck in his ear. Yeah, so, we, so we, we wanted to we wanted to talk about that. Casey was sending us uh, videos of uh, Kyle Mack, who had a uh, an earbud and and I guess a piece of it came dislodged and was stuck in his ear. And Nick was telling me, and I kind of experienced the same thing while watching the video that you sent. Casey did this close up zoom in on on Kyle's ear canal, and like Nick got. Anxiety watching oh, yeah. it. Yeah. it was, I felt uncomfortable yeah. too. I was going to perform surgery. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then Casey hands him a pen, <laughs> and then he ended up pushing in there deeper. I'm like, dude, that's insane. And then you guys started hunting for needle nose pliers. That, that's that's what happened to Stephen Hawking. Yeah, yeah. that's how well, he ended up like he, that. He pushed a, a little <laughs> ear pod further into his brain, uh, and we know what happened. I figured you guys could have yeah. like pulled a piece of jewelry off a of Jackie or something like that, and. Fashioned it into some tweezers, maybe. <laughs> this well, this could... good thinking right there, Press. No, I handed him a spoon from Dairy Queen <laughs> and, then, uh, and then a pen. <laughs> well, tweezers did it, right? You got tweezers. Yeah, so we ended up going to, like, some rest stop, you know, a, tr- a truck stop. 
And uh, he bought some tweezers. He was able to get it out. Oh, wait. Like, oh, man. I thought you they... should have seen the look on his face. When he, when he pulled the earbud out of his ear, he just looked like really? he had his... No, 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 uh, no. When it got stuck uh, in his ear. <laughs> he had he was this look on his face like he was so <laughs> defeated. I was like, what is going on? And he didn't tell me. Like, it yeah. took him, like... 20 seconds to like tell me what was going on. I was like, what's the matter? Like, what's going on? <laughs> and then he like just pointed to his ear. And it, like, dude, it was stuck in there probably for what, a half hour at least? Oh. Yeah, but you were talking. The way you were talking, it was like, you know, you were screaming. Like, yeah, it was, and you could hear the panic in your voice, man. I thought we were going to the hospital. Yeah, I I would have recommended you guys go to like an urgent care uh, place to have them take it out. But what, what I would have loved is if you all pulled up and pull up to the hospital and let them figure out who's the one with the issue mm-hmm. and see who oh, they'd go yeah. to first. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, I'm, I'm glad they had uh, you, you got a hold of some truck truck stop tweezers, which by the way is officially now a band name. I'm gonna <laughs> put that truck stop tweezers is a band name. Uh, so all right, so so you avoided that. Uh, potential catastrophe, or at least a delay. Yes. It would have been a time Surgery delay. always puts attention in your travel plans. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but I'm happy that you guys yeah. made it through that. So, so, so we just missed. Did you guys hear about the hazard on the Pennsylvania-Ohio yes. border? No! Yeah, no. So I saw this yesterday, and I looked at the map, Anthony, and I was um, hopeful that you guys were going to avoid it because I think it was like, Five or six miles south of the turnpike, if, if I was uh, looking at it correctly. What Anthony, happened? Anthony? Tell, us, yeah. tell us what happened. So a truck carrying hazardous gases <gasps> turned over, and it was there were there were afraid they had to evacuate yeah. a two mile area oh for fear of an explosion. Yeah, they had. To, I didn't they put had, that together. That they had it was to release. There. They had to release some of that stuff, and, and I had no yeah. idea it was on their route. I, it, I didn't really pay too much attention to it. When they, they were just south of it. Wow. Uh, so, uh, were they evacuating any any population in the area? Was that what, what I heard? Yeah, them? it was all the whole town. It was oh, like two God. miles of the surrounding town that they actually evacuated. Dude, between were, uh, uh, they, uh, Kyle's cerebral hemorrhage and you driving through <laughs> Chernobyl, they're <laughs> uh, <laughs> a bad start. <laughs> but they're making it. They're, they're sidestepping these yeah. things. I, so, what's oh on God. the agenda for today? So, we know you're hitting your first Philadelphia, correct? Yeah, so we should be there in about an hour. Uh, first Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Illinois. Uh, from what I'm hearing from you guys, it is a buzzing metropolis. <laughs> Dude, um, we, I, I took a look on the map. Steve looked up the population. The population of Philadelphia, <laughs> Illinois is 105 people. Uh, I mean, we literally so what, have... What, we what did I South Philly? Yeah. But guys, we literally have enough hers chips in here to give each citizen of Philadelphia, <laughs> Illinois, like, like their own dozen hers chips. Here's your your gift from Philadelphia, so, so Pennsylvania. Case it will God. either be like you you'll be embraced like out of a Frank Capra story, or it'll end up like Midsummer. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping it'll be the. Uh, oh my uh, God. That would be really great. Like if all of a sudden you know like but you know I found my my one true love. Sorry, Diane. I know she's listening right now, and I'm like, and I, and I end up staying in the town for you know, Steve. It would be like one of your Christmas movies, right? Yes, no, Stay but there you forever. know, remember, and 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 um, Anthony and Kyle and and uh, Jackie. This is a; these are kindred spirits. They live in Philadelphia as well, so that we're going to look for some commonality there, right? Yeah, I find Ninth Street. 
<laughs> Got to find Ninth Street. I'd, yeah. be, I'd be glad. I'd be amazed if you get to Third Street. <laughs> um, by the way, see if you'll be able to find. You know, a, the, maybe there's like a gas station in town or something. Or like their that. convention center, and, yeah. and see if you can maybe stop off and interview some of the, uh, uh, the citizens of uh, Philadelphia, you, Illinois. You, Preston, do you think yes, there's a? Will. Do you guys think there's a chance that because of the name, if they if they are into the game, that they would have natural allegiance to the I would Eagles, think I would right? think a handful of people, maybe, you know, three or four out of a hundred and five <laughs> might. That's, that's a good I portion. Nick, do you I mean, mean they might they might. They should be rooting for the Eagles over the Chiefs. So it's a <laughs> yes. violation. It's a right. violation. And speaking so, of the Chiefs, Anthony, so that you guys are gonna hit Philadelphia, uh, Illinois, and then there's another Philadelphia in Missouri, if I understand correctly, and then it's Kansas City. Yeah. And then uh so Kansas City will be our big stop. We're going to go in the middle of town, and we're going to shake hands and wish everybody good luck. Ah, oh, right? okay. class. We're going to show how, yes, all class. You know what? Class. We're going to show <laughs> the real Philadelphia fan. You you guys are so, uh, all of you, every one of you, a, a dynamic, likable personality. I think Philadelphia is putting its best foot forward with you guys representing as far as cheesesteak plans, have those been modified? <laughs> it, it will, but I, I, so we're not burying new cheesesteaks, but dude, uh, cause we went out to a Mexican restaurant last night. Guys got a uh, a cheesesteak burrito. <laughs> <laughs> they had it on the menu. No lie. Listen, I I go. What is this? A cheesesteak burrito? I gotta get it. I mean, are you kidding me? <laughs> It was actually that big. There's a fried onion with a little steak and some Mexican cheese and, and, a, and a, a flour tortilla. So, and it was actually that big. It actually sounds okay. I mean, you, it's, it's hard it's to right. it's hard to screw up a cheesesteak variation. Right. I mean, it wasn't Angelo's, but you know. <laughs> yeah, <not>. right. <laughs> All right. Well, if, if if you can find some type of cheesesteak to eat in each spot that you guys stop at, that can only add to the good side of things. And on the first Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. And if you want to dispense at least a few bags of hers, uh, you know, you can do maybe a quarter of the population. Hand out yes. 20, yeah, 20. yeah, you could definitely do that. <laughs> wow. I mean, we really, really could. I want to, like, well, let me ask you guys a question real quick. Yeah. Because Casey and I are arguing about the primos. I want to bury the primos in, in Kansas City. He's against it. I think it's a good thing. We'll create a nice primo tree. Holy <laughs> <the> tree. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, what's wrong with burying it? I don't think it's desperation. I think, I think this, I think this, Angela. I think, uh, uh, Anthony, I think, uh, um, is that. With um, the thing like with the jersey on the Rocky statue, you know, I think that that's even if that's done, whatever thing that comes across as being slightly an, an attack uh, or or bad mojo, bad juju, I think it can come back against us, and that's my fear. Do you agree, Preston? Uh, I'm kind of with you on that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and so it, it is benign. I thought it was benign. They defaced the Rocky statue. I mean, that was criminal. Yeah. I know. But... Right? They all did it. The Minnesota fans put the purple panties on it. And then but these, look, these look, what, ha- look yeah. what happened to them, though. Look what happened to them, you know? Exactly. It I was, was sure this could be. That's what I said. Like, I don't want to do anything in the, that neighborhood. It's not the same neighborhood. It's, it's a little bit. It's, it's on the outskirts of that neighborhood. So, guys... Uh, I, I, 
go ahead. I'll go with you guys. I, I, I say the deal is this. You're going to come in. You're going to be super nice. The, you, you, to do it the right way, to do it the Philadelphia way, you have to be completely yes. passive-aggressive. So, so go in and be as pleasant <laughs> as you can be and then kill the team later on, right? Yeah. Hey, real quick, we're less than an hour away from Philly, Illinois. What Do you guys have any idea what Philly, Missouri is like? Is it is it bigger than Philly, Illinois? Well, I've not looked into that yet. I know it's kind of up near the Hannibal area, which is uh, Hannibal's not that big either, even though it's a fairly well-known town. That's where Mark Twain came from. Uh, but it we're looking like it's actually a town. There, there seems to be a stoplight. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> which, which one are we talking about? Philadelphia, Philadelphia Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. So okay. Philadelphia, Missouri is about two hours away from Philadelphia, Illinois. So you guys will hit that, and then it'll be another two or three hours uh, to get to Kansas City. You can swing by. Oh, guys, there's a gas station, the Farmer's Coop. Ooh, there the Farmer's Coop. They got a uh, postal service. So there's there's a zip code there. Ooh. The Marion County Public Water is there. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'll tell you what, this is where the people from the first Philadelphia you're going to go to party. So they go to Philadelphia. Oh, man. Nick just did a street yeah. side view of this town. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> but there is, there's a gym if you guys want to get your workout on. So there's, there's a Fit Garage gym. Well, it, it's a pull-up bar. Yeah. What... <laughs> you can fill, uh, swing by the Baptist Church. No, listen. They, again, remember that these are our brothers and sisters. Yeah, they live in Philadelphia as well. Yep. They 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 keep it going. That's right. Right. All right. Love it. All right. Well, listen. This is t- and by the way, uh, Case. I don't know if you heard or not, but uh, we were trying to figure out uh, what to call uh, the, the the vehicle that you guys are in. Kind of giving it a uh, a code name of sorts. And Bill Burns came up with Eagle One, and I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. We heard that yesterday. We were. We were okay with it if that's what we ended up landing on. We 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 kind of the way you guys did it. Yeah, it's not a good way. Well, you guys well did. yeah, you guys are really you guys are good at what you do. If you think Thanks. if you if you come up with something that you want to throw out there, we we're, we'll certainly uh, go for it. If it's uh, there was a no, listener, no, 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 Casey, there was a listener who suggested uh, Air Fart One, and I thought, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was Air Fart One. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's, that's good. That's that's good. Oh man, it's a toss up. All right. All right, well, listen, it sounds like you guys are off to a good start, and we're looking at roughly an hour from now, uh, ending up in Philadelphia, Illinois. Yes, sir. Yeah, right. so, and then, I mean, since it's, like, there's not a whole lot going on, maybe we can get in there, get our stuff done, and then get out of there and hit the other Philadelphia before your show's over. All right, this this might work out well, because we have uh, different meal planned for around 8.20, and um, around that time, you know, 20 minutes or so into that, you guys will be rolling into Philadelphia, uh, Illinois, so maybe we can pair those two events together and talk great. to Dick Vermeil. Yeah. And then you guys yeah. getting into Philadelphia and planning the uh, uh, the green gold rose. So uh, these are, this is all part yeah. of that. And also pouring a little Schuylkill River water. And that'll all be captured live on video from the location. All yep. right. In fact, uh, those yeah, of you so I guess that... can watch us uh, right now uh, zooming yeah. in with these guys. Go ahead, Case. No, I was going to say, next time we'll check in, we'll be in Philly, Illy. Yeah, Billy, Billy, I love it. All right, and uh, thank you. And with that, I will tie the rhyming into pick a lily because I have some uh, gift cards giveaway. We'll check back in with uh, Eagle One a little bit later on this morning (laughs) as they continue to make their way across the country. Pick a lily in is here this morning. They brought us fifty dollar gift cards giveaway. So I tell you what, we'll take caller number seventeen at two one five two six three WMMR. We'll give you a gift card. By the way, visit the Pick a Lily Inn on Facebook. 
and check out their pick packs for the game. Pick packs! Uh, pick packs! Pick packs! They include their award-winning wings, pulled pork, uh, buffalo, egg rolls, pip, they, they got pulled pork, pulled pork, pulled pork, pulled pork, and mac and cheese and more starting at just uh, 70 bucks, by the way. So you, you know what else they have? All that. What? They have a special tasty cake bread pudding. I know. What? They made it this way. And morning. I'm like... I know. I'm going to have to try that. You're going to have to have some for sure. All right. We shall take a break. We'll get some Bizarre File stories when we return and uh, roll out the rest of it. Uh, Our listeners, Steve, Cliff, Chris, and Mikey are getting Eagles tattoos. Love it. Right now, courtesy of Floating World Tattoo and Piercing and Runic Tattoos as well. we got more coming up, so stay with us. If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program and enjoy more services like unlimited free delivery on all your grocery needs. More exclusive perks like 5% off every day on your favorite O organic or open nature items across the stores and more rewards that never expire. And now enjoy a limited time offer and save up to $5 per pickup order with a Fresh Pass subscription. Start your 30-day free trial today. Visit acmemarkets.com slash freshpass for program details. Service available in select areas. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Before we get to the Bizarre File, today is Tattoos Day, and we've decided to do a special version of it this morning, and we are giving four Preston and Steve listeners Eagles Tattoos live on the air today, and uh, our kitchen looks like a triage. It does. After some kind of a uh, natural disaster because people are laid out on... (laughs) Tables and couches, and they're stretched out. That's where people eat muffins. And we've got our tattoo artists working on them. I saw one of our coworkers walk in there and oh. then turn around right away. Uh, I, I hope everybody knew. Sorry, that uh, she didn't. It's a radio station. Yeah. You never know what the hell's going to go on. Uh, so we're actually going to go real quick and uh, check in on these guys. And uh, Connor is uh, zooming things. Connor, can you hear me? Yes, it's okay. a little loud with all the the tattoo guns, but can kind of hear you. Yeah, it's it's all good, and it's kind of a noisy room anyway. It it's one of those rooms where everything just, all the noise bangs around everywhere. Uh, so we're looking at the guys. That looks like Steve, who's uh, getting his tattoo. Steve, how you holding up so far, buddy? Oh, it's awesome, man. It's awesome. Excellent. Yeah. And it, who's I love your, pain. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> who's your tattoo artist right there? What's his name? Who's your tattoo artist? <laughs> I am Brian. Hey, Brian. Brian and Steve haven't Brian. met yet. How you doing, Brian? Thanks for being here, man. Where are you from? You from uh, Floating World Tattoo? Yeah. Excellent. Yes. All right. So far, so good, man. It's like, zoom in on that if, if you can, Connor. Can we take a quick look? Those of you who are streaming us online. Uh, see. Nice. Yeah, it's just the very beginning. It's the classic Eagles, uh, you know, logo, the eagle flying in the sky, and it's got the football and his talons looking good so far. Wait a second. Is that, is that a torn apart? Did he get his wish? Yeah. He's, yeah. He, he's yeah. A, he got the Dallas Stars torn apart. Oh, The eagle is tearing it apart. And that is sensational. Thanks well for done. Doing, thanks for doing that, Brian. We appreciate it, man. 
Right, man, no problem. I don't know. Uh, no, it's hard because it's it is that room is super um, reverby. Yeah, exactly. All right, who's All right. this? Uh, I can't tell, but they are getting the uh, the flying eagle as well. Uh, it's like Chris. I think Chris. it's Chris. Hey, Chris, how you doing, bud? Hey, good. How you guys doing? Good. That's a good spot right there. Uh, and we're just beginning. Has he had a chance to uh, apply any ink yet, or is that just a stencil? Oh, yeah. All right. No, we're uh, we're we're well on our way now. Right. You, you you guys have the top of the tops here doing the work, and everything's looking. I, I'm amazed how much they've done in this amount of time. Yep, absolutely. Hey, where's Bob Dodge? We haven't seen uh, Bob yet. Bob is from uh, Runic Tattoo. Bob doing some work. That's not Bob. That's Bob. Yeah, is that Bob? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's got that thing on his head. <laughs> how you doing, Bob? I'm in the coal mine over here. It looks like it, buddy. <laughs> You're looking good. Nice mutton shop. We haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> All right, and what are you working on? What's that design there? Yeah, so that's the uh, Love logo with the eagles uh-huh. drawn I- by uh, our friends over here. All right, I thought you were going to get that on your neck, brother. He, d- he didn't want to do it on my neck. <laughs> I think right. on his wrist neck. His wrist, wrist neck. neck. His wrist <laughs> on his wrist neck. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> probably a, listen probably a wise decision yeah bob's been at this for a while all right well you guys are looking good we just figured we'd check in real quick uh keep at it and we will uh we'll return and and see how things are, are doing with tattoos day the special tattoos day uh eagle style Check back in uh, with Eagle One on the road to uh, Phoenix and uh, stopping off in Philadelphia. But in the meantime, we need to do the Bizarre File. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by Manhattan Bagel. You can place your order today for a sandwich tray from Manhattan Bagel. Sure to satisfy even the hungriest fans on game day. Big game sandwich trays from ManhattanBagel.com, and you gather they cater. Manhattan Bagel. We're going to start with this pretty messed up story. 16-year-old girl died after a shark mauled her while swimming in the Swan River in Australia. Oh, man. With only a teen diving in a saver as others watched in horror. The girl, who has not been named yet, was jet skiing with her friends. She spotted a pod of dolphins and tried to swim with them. Instead, she found a shark that bit into her leg. It was a bull shark, too. Very aggressive. Uh, Witnesses say a young man jumped in to retrieve the girl, with many describing him as a hero. One witness suggested the young man could have been uh, the girl's boyfriend. Paramedics rushed to the scene but were unable to save the girl, who suffered significant injuries to her leg. Uh, Both the shark's species and the full nature of the girl's injuries had remained unreported when I saw the story, but you saw that it was a bull shark. A bull shark. Did you know the story behind this? A backstory to this girl. She actually designed a an apparatus or a setup that would make swimming safer and protect you from sharks. No. She was working on research having to do with that stuff, and here she is. She gets killed by one. This is the first death in the, that river for a century with only other one, the only other confirmed attack uh, taking place in 1923. Uh, Sierra Carter received a shocking phone call from her daughter's elementary school teacher on January 13th. Her fifth grader had drawn a picture what was deemed inappropriate. And the drawing, which was a pink pig with a necktie in the shape of what could be interpreted, uh, interpreted as male genitalia, was brought to the teacher's attention by a classmate. I had three testicles. Now listen, I saw the picture. It looks like a Johnson. Does it? But it's a kid yeah. drawing what they their version of a tie. It wasn't sure. anything, you know, on purpose. 
Uh, the 11-year-old girl told the teacher she drew a bow tie, but the teacher gave the picture to the principal without talk, uh, talking to the child or showing the picture to her mom. Uh, Carter met with the school's oh, come on. vice principal, a uh, school social worker, and her daughter to discuss the drawing. Uh, Sierra was shocked to see the drawing for the first time during a meeting and argued with the principal that it was a bow tie. Uh, the principal insisted it was not, and the picture was added to the child student's file. One would be prompted to ask the principal if his testicles are up on his neck. Right. I mean, and it's not really a bow tie. It's yeah. a necktie. Right. But she made the... <clears throat> the bow. She did like a bow slash necktie. It, it looks like a. It looks like a penis. In third grade, the teacher had us draw penises, and I got in trouble for drawing a bow tie. So it, you know, it's one way or another. Carter feels that every adult involved should have asked the child what she drew and not assumed that it was inappropriate. And they've yeah. got a point there. They do. Walmart employees in Berks County, Pennsylvania, were bewildered by a man's actions after he purposely spilled numerous liquids on multiple aisle floors because of having to wait in line too long and bad customer service. Now, put this into context. If you get noticed at Walmart doing anything, you've really gone above and beyond. Yeah. On uh, two separate incidents, police say 46-year-old Leonard Rep had walked into the store with a 13-year-old of no relation to him. Allegedly, Rep was a friend of the teen's family. That's creepy. Officials say the first incident was on January 14th after Rep had purposely poured bleach, motor oil, soap dish, maple syrup, and jam jelly onto numerous aisle floors at the Walmart. That just happened. Then police say Rep returned to the Walmart on January 20th and poured bleach, pickles, and hot sauce on the floors of multiple aisles. Is this this his kink? After releasing surveillance photos of Rep, police were able to identify, find, and interview him. In the interview, authorities say Rep admitted to both incidents, saying that he had done so because of bad customer service and having to wait in long lines. There's a twist to this, though. Yeah. Rep then told police he didn't think that what he was doing was criminal. In a strange turn of events, however, Rep said that his bad experience happened at a Lehigh Valley Walmart, but decided to take out his frustrations on the Tilden Walmart instead. Come on! Rep was later arrested on February 2nd, is now being charged with corruption of minor disorderly conduct and criminal mischief as well. And does it occur to this dumbass that perhaps the reason he's not getting service is because they're off cleaning up his spills? <laughs> Maybe, he doesn't think of that. Uh, customs agents say they discovered a dolphin skull in luggage left at the Detroit Metropolitan Airport. The U.S. Customs and Border Protection announced Friday that agents found the skull last week when they conducted a routine x-ray scan of the luggage, which had been inadvertently separated from owners during transit. Mm. Uh, The scans revealed the skull of a young dolphin in one of the bags. Uh, And importing or exporting marine mammals is prohibited. I didn't know uh, dolphin skulls were a thing. The skulls were turned over. The skull was turned over to the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service investigators. And then we'll do one more story. Uh, Mother and daughter got into a brawl at Philadelphia International Airport on January 30th. After being stung with excessive baggage charges, the pair decided to physically take it out on the airline staff. It's a full-blown brawl. Onlookers got quite a show as the fight erupted in Terminal E. A A39, oh, I'm sorry, a 39 and 17-year-old took matters into their own hands when they physically attacked Spirit Airlines airport staff. The two had been uh, penalized due to oversized cabin bags that they attempted to carry on board their flight to Fort Lauderdale. 
Uh, the flight uh, the fight escalated quickly with the mother and daughter clawing at staff. Shockingly, the 34-year-old mother lost her shirt and shoes in the brawl, <laughs> leaving her fighting in just a bra. As the duo was dragged away from the counter, one attempted to grab a keyboard while a spirit team member punched him in the head. Uh, further reports state the teenager was seen pulling on the gate agent's dreadlocks as the fight ensued. And I'm sure they reduced the fees, right? A security guard or unmarked police officer eventually arrived and stopped the brawl. There have been no reports of arrests since then. You know, it's clear you guys are passionate about this. We're going to rethink our billing process. And this incident follows a potential bomb scare at Orlando International Airport uh, this week. An irate passenger looking to travel from Orlando to Pensacola got upset about baggage fees with Spirit Airlines. And as tensions uh, pursued, uh, the traveler made a bomb threat. <laughs> Danny Curry and his wife bomb, 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 bomb. complaining about uh, carry-on baggage charges, uh, apparently. And Cur- uh, Curry commented that passengers should deplane. Uh, the FBI, TSA, police, and canines all responded to the call. Oh, my God. And all passengers were deplaned while the aircraft was thoroughly inspected, including checking over all checked luggage. Once authorities declared the flight was safe, uh, it was free to depart. Uh, Danny Curry now faces charges of reporting false bomb, explosive, or weapon of mass destruction. Subsequently, Curry has now trespassed from the airport and can no longer be there. I told you the story years ago, traveling when I was doing stand-up comedy with another comedian. We were in line. He made a bomb joke. It was overheard. They took him out of line. Yeah. And he could not fly. Yeah. He missed the gig. Yep. I was with somebody who made a joke about having cocaine in their uh, carry-on. Guess where they ended up? In jail. Oh, my God. Don't make that joke. Don't don't make make the joke. Did they have cocaine? No, no. no he, the, they, they kept no. They kept um, asking him questions about his baggage and uh, checking and searching, like whatever it was. And he made a joke. He's like, "You're acting like I have cocaine in there." Doop, that That's was it. Enough. You saw the the, the cops come, like I mean, yeah. almost immediately. Mm-hmm. And he went in the back of a cop car, and they took wow. him away. Yep. Do not mess around. <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. We have a few things taking place in this next segment. One of them involves Mr. Dick Vermeil on yes. the program. We had a great conversation with him last year. And uh, obviously, we're going to check in with him for obvious reasons. And also, Eagle One on the road. Casey Boy's big game adventure is moving across the country. First stop, Philadelphia, Illinois. Live on the air. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Wait, what's he? Where was that place, Preston and Steve said that guy did that thing that one time? Uh, don't bother your friends. If you missed something on the Preston and Steve show, the daily podcast and the YouTube stream are posted on PrestonandSteve.com every day after the show for just such occasions. It's always there and always free. That is until the internet breaks and we've got bigger problems. Saw Marissa eating some uh, mac and cheese over here from our friends at Piccadilly Inn who has stopped by and brought us some goodies this morning. Guess what? They brought you some goodies too and I have a $50 gift card. And we'll take caller number 19-215-263-WMMR, and you can get your orders in now. Take advantage of the picks. Fast, easy, drive-through, curbside pickup. You never even have to get out of your car. You just pull up and pull out. Oh, and it's like a uh, prom night. <laughs> Dude, I was... I didn't write that. It says it right here. <laughs> Uh, I tell pull you what, up and pull out. out. <laughs> they were, the ladies were describing to me the the military operation oh. that's going on. The amount of food that's preparing. There's oh, a yeah. type of wing that they serve that each 
you can't just stick them all into the battery. They each have to individually be... It's just crazy, the amount of work, but the food speaks for itself. We thank them for being here. All right, uh, the gang is on the road. Eagle One is screaming across the country, headed into... Philadelphia, Illinois in just a little bit. And I, I'm, I think I'm going to check in with him first because is our, is our guest ready to go or no? Not yet. I got a thumbs up from him a little short while ago, so I'm checking in. Okay, we're going to we're gonna go to our guest and we're going to include our, our fellas on the road in Eagle One uh, for this. So uh, let's go back to uh, Casey and Anthony and Jackie and Kyle and the gang on the road. Case, how things holding up so far? Eagle One! Cut, cut! Cut, Oh, my God. <laughs> Anthony's doing it as well. <laughs> you need to see the video. If you stream us on YouTube, you can see the guys in the vehicle as we're doing this. And uh, Jackie holding up his, his Duncan Love. Of course, the whole thing is sponsored by Duncan, one of many people helping out. You know, I just couldn't. I'm just going to think out loud here for a moment. We've got uh, Casey, obviously, which is the diehard. Yeah. Uh, bleed, bleeds green. Same thing with Anthony and sports aficionado. Yes. We have Kyle, who is there to document all of this. Why did we send Jackie again? Yeah, I'll tell you why. <laughs> because Anthony uh, can't drive long distances. That's what it was. And, it was a reason. Right. And because... Uh, I forgot. And Jackie drives at 140 miles an hour. That's He's going to get them there on time. Yeah, right. Jackie, have you gotten behind the wheel yet? Oh, yes. I clocked in. I bleed more hours than Casey did. No. 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 Oh, they're all talking at once. Yesterday, Jackie rules, man. Thank you. Everybody. That's fine. I yelled at my Casey boy three times for driving 90 miles an hour. He's like a backseat driver. He's a fish, Jackie. Yeah. 284. Slow down. But then I look at Casey. Hey, Jackie, I will pull this car over. I'm with you, baby. Thank you. So Jackie did about four hours yesterday. I did. I logged about eight. Yeah, but like, yeah, so having Jackie here, um, I, I needed an excuse to bring him. And, right. uh, and having him as an extra driver uh, was, was a perfect excuse. I had such a great time with him driving across the country in September that, like, I didn't want to do this without him. So You, you know, it's weird. I had to let Casey Boy, yeah. Well, I had to let Casey Boy know what, what band came from Champaign, Illinois, before we went any further. Oh. You know, Steve, I know you know. Wait a minute. Wait, what band came from Wade? Press. Hold on. I know this. I know this. What era? Were they, was it 1980s, like uh, metal? Yeah, yeah, not metal. Uh, give me a big hint. I always reference this. They did a great version of Live Aid. The Beach Boys came out on stage and did two songs. And what? One of your favorites. One of Steve's favorites. Gen- not Genesis. No. Is, is no? it the Beatles? No, they're not from Champagne, Illinois. Give it to you. Yeah. I'll give it to you. Who is it? with the changes. R.E.O. Speed. Oh, R.E.O. Speed. Yep. No. the hell he's talking about. You're right. Illinois band. Uh, the only band I know from Illinois is Genesis. No. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, uh, so, yeah. So, and, and is Kyle going to take a, a, a turn behind the wheel? Nah, maybe. Maybe. He's got a lot of video projects that he's been working on. So, okay. you know, aside from what he's doing for us. Uh, he's also, you know, editing a whole bunch of other like client stuff. So if he can, he will. But uh, right now, like I'll tell you what, I I felt good driving yesterday. Jack did a great job. I only had to scold him like five or six times. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, but uh, hey, guys, this one she's case is sleeping right in the back. No, like, Jackie up up the hop. Hey, Jackie's floored it. Right, it's great. He's like the beast going through the road. Good dude. 
keep it going, man. All right. And, and he would say, is he still sleeping? I go, yeah, he's still sleeping. Yeah, go for it, brother. Let's go, man. I was awake the whole time. You can't sleep because he jerks the wheel so much, you know? <laughs> Like, he drives, like, when you see people driving, like, in movies and TV yeah. shows, how they're constantly needing the steering wheel, that's how Jackie actually drives. So, right. so, so this is this is interesting, I, you, you, you guys, because it seems like, so, Casey, we know you and you and uh, Jackie are joined at the hip, but, uh, Anthony, it seems like you and, and Jackie are hitting it off as well. So, you know, is this... Is, I'm is, my man. We go back. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. this, is this, this going to be a thruple, or is it going to be... <laughs> I you know, no, it's no thruple. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're good with the thruple. All right, all right, very yeah. nice, Casey. Maybe the next road trip. Well, Casey's like the dad on the trip. Yeah, I am. Hey, listen. Speaking of which, guys, we're five miles away oh. from Philadelphia, Illinois. Nice. That's fantastic. All right, because I think we're having some issues getting a uh, Dick for meal on. I'm, I'm looking at Marissa on the other side of the glass, and she's kind of holding up a finger. So it might actually work out better if we get you guys into. Uh, Philadelphia, Illinois, before we get him on, because uh, I'm you know, excited to see what this town is all yes. about. I mean, you're right, Preston. It's probably going to take them a really long time yeah. to navigate that yeah. entire city and you know, <laughs> see all the sites. You're dealing with rush hour traffic. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to see this. Like, so the landscape is like old Midwest landscape. Just far, it's a two-lane highway, yep. farmland flat. on either side. You can see yeah, flat. You see the horizon. I can see the Topeka, Kansas from here. It's like a John Cougar video. <laughs> Anthony, you know, obviously uh, uh, Casey and Kyle and, and Jackie just did the cross-country trip not that long ago, but you've been a writer for a long time. You've covered sports for a long time. Have you ever done a cross-country driving trip before? Never completely cross-country, but I used to drive a lot. Like, I would do the, the NFL training camps, and I used to be all over the country and having these drives, so this... This is familiar. I was in Champaign a few times before. So this is a familiar landscape of just nothingness. That's why I love Philadelphia and Pennsylvania. Yeah, because stuff is taller than three feet. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I want I want to hey, see I, I want to see what happens when you come. Now we were saying this, Anthony, last time when they, you know, the various towns they stopped in with Jackie, everyone thinks Jackie is a rock star. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if in, in this version of Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Illinois, they'll think Jackie is a chupacabra. <laughs> <laughs> I heard of them things he before. Said, yeah, Steve, I swear to God, for the rest of the day, Jackie's going to try and pronounce chupacabra. <laughs> <laughs> well, the last trip, we, we got, got green we got green muchacho out of uh, yeah. macchiato. <laughs> the green muchacho. The green muchacho. <laughs> So well, next... not only that, so yesterday, the, the, the green mask that I was wearing, yes. the whole day he was trying to recreate how that sounded. What, what's it called, that little mask that I was wearing? Green LaBrocca or something. What is it? Green LaBrocca? <laughs> yeah, I was wearing a green LaBrocca, guys. <laughs> Luch, Luch, Luchadora mask. Luchador, oh, yeah. green LaBrocca. LaBrocca. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, I was going to Lorraine Bracco. Lorraine Bracco. <laughs> All right. Well, well listen, fellas, I, I got to break in here because our guest is going to hop up on the line. Uh, we're going to put him on nice. via Zoom. You guys will be able to see him as well. And if you want to ask the coach any questions, uh, you'll be able to do that. Hopefully, we'll we'll have a uh, connection audio-wise. So we're going to be seeing him, uh, Marissa? Uh, I'm not sure, but we should be there. Coach, are you there? All right, let's 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 find there. out. Guy, uh, he is there. Yay! Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome... The one and only Coach Dick Vermeil yeah. this morning. Good morning, Coach. Thanks for joining us. 
Oh, thank you for the invitation. Absolutely. We had we had such a great time. Uh, you, you came by, you visited us last year in the studio, and a wonderful conversation right. with you. And uh, obviously, we thought it would be apropos to bring up another conversation uh, oh, with yeah. all the fervor and excitement that's taking place in Philadelphia yeah, right we, now. Yeah, we can't think of anyone more suited to give us a perspective on this matchup. You know both these cities very well. Mm. And, and uh, you know, they they say, obviously, it's the, the play on the field that will determine everything. But there's also the energy of the fan base and the cities themselves that figure into it. How how do you think this will play out and compare and contrast the energy that both cities and populations will bring? Well, I think both cities will handle the win equally well. <laughs> okay. I think uh, Philadelphia, if has to handle a loss, well, uh, it'll be a lot tougher on them because they're a little more intense. Mm. <clears throat> yes, and I, I feel that strongly, having worked in both communities. Well, and, and Kansas City has gone through a few Super Bowl losses in recent memory right. and, and victory. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously they had that. So they, they've, I think they're they're a little bit more prepared uh, than, than our fine city. But I, I think, well, I'm hoping that we would handle it well, but I'm not really going to focus on that. I'm thinking that uh, that we have a victory. I, how do you feel? And I, and I know it's a it's it's a pretty standard uh, question to ask as far as the matchups go. You got two teams that have been dominating this season. Um, do you have any kind of a prediction, uh, coaches? We head into the weekend. No, nah, you know, you know, I study the teams all through the season with my old fashioned but goody computer reports, which are now put out by Bill Saunders and covers about 170 variables offensively and defensively. And it's amazing how well they match up. Wow. It really is. The uh, the big difference, uh, if I look at them from an offensive standpoint, defensive standpoint, the Eagles have an edge on defense stats. You know, everybody talks about uh, the Chiefs coming on later on in the season and improving on defense, which they have, or they wouldn't be where they are. But uh, my – Statistical breakdowns don't show the improvement. It just presents the end fact of the final season. But if you were going to base it on the quality of the defensive team over the 17 game, you would say that the Eagles have an advantage. Now, huh. The Eagles run the ball more offensively, and but uh, the passing game is very close to being as good as the Chiefs. So, you know, I, it may come down to which defensive team just has the best day. Takes the ball away of those kind of things. You know? Either way, on paper, it sounds like we got a game. You know, sometimes oh, no it's, it's a blowout, yeah, no and, and it sounds yeah. like we might have a bit of a matchup. Right. I'm curious, uh, Coach, how you know the 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 craziness started this week, yesterday, with uh, the interviews and 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 the spotlight and what the Super Bowl has become. Uh, in your appearances, what was the week like? When you guys got to town and you were about ready to get things going, was it much more low-key than it is nowadays? Well, in 1980, I would say much more low-key. Okay. You know, and it was dynamic at that time. Everybody thought, oh, my God, terrible distraction. It's, you know, it's you know so big. But, you know, it's about 10 times as big today as it was in 1980. When we went back in 1999, Super Bowl 34, we did not have a bye. So that really wow. made wow. the tough yeah it's one of the few games i maybe the only game that they played a super bowl without a buy we won the championship game and the next day at three o'clock we're on an airplane flying to atlanta so uh it was tough that week 
Hey, good. In New Orleans, it rained most of the week in preparation. You know, we didn't have the indoor facilities and all that. Wow, that's right. Have now. So uh, that sort of hampered both teams. You know, obviously, uh, we got beat in 1980 by a better team that day. Uh, the next year, the next time, in 99, we're fortunate enough to win on the last play of the game. And chances are this game could go the same way. It could come right down to the last play. Wow. Were you able to keep track of all the guys? I mean, you were in New Orleans. My dad says he was there. I'm not sure if he really was or not. But I know it was pretty wild with Philly fans heading down to New Orleans in, at that time. You know, that's... It, However you go to a game, a Super Bowl-quality game, and lose, you're going to find some reason you lost. <laughs> Supposedly, we lost to the Raiders that year because I told them I wanted them all in their rooms at 11 o'clock, though I didn't have 11 o'clock bed check until, I think, the night before the game. <laughs> but, uh, and then the Raiders were seen out on the street at 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning and all that kind of stuff. And the reason they won is they went and became very relaxed by game day. Wow. So, <laughs> really doesn't it really doesn't matter but uh yeah. I, we didn't have any problems the only rule i said to my guys if anybody embarrasses the philadelphia eagles or the city of philadelphia they will not play in the game <laughs> wow, wow. Yeah. okay all right wow. that's yeah. a good stern that warning. is good yeah well you, we have we have a, a good both teams are are goods and i i mean that in a broad sense there's they seem you know they're 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 passionate with their 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 support their supporters in the cities and they they present well uh, and then you have the case of of the coaches you know uh, coach Sirianni and coach Reed um, what what do you think um, I mean do they possess the, the basically the same skill set that helped them bring these teams uh, to where they are now or are they operating from different uh, different perspectives how do they compare in your book well I, I believe there's no substitute for wisdom no substitute for experience. That the only way you can get it is invest the time. And Andy's invested many, many, many more years to get where he is today. And he's been there before. So I think if you just want to take that as an attribute in terms of winning, then Andy has a big advantage. I say Nick Seriani is probably just a young Andy Reid. Okay? And one day he may have the same exact numbers offensively and performance-wise and Super Bowls and playoff games that Andy Reid has. So... But overall, you know, Andy's been there so many times. You wouldn't want to bet against him. Yeah. Uh, Coach, I'm curious about, uh, you know, the um, uh, the exorbitant prices uh, to get into the Super Bowl. You as a coach who has been, who was in the league for ages and has been to the Super Bowl and won the Super Bowl, you get an easy line on tickets or is it tough for you to get tickets too? No, I was able to get some tickets, but uh, I, uh, not for myself personally, uh -huh. I used in the, the business, and I went to my Rams, my Chiefs, and my Eagles, and each allowed me to get a couple tickets. <laughs> there you go. 500 bucks a piece. Yeah. And, and I really appreciate them. I, I'm, I'm in Florida. I'm going to watch a game from down here. Uh, and uh, But tickets are a problem. There's no question about it, and especially the way they do today. Oh, my God. What, did you, what was the price? You were kind of breaking up. What, what was the price you paid on those? $3,500 a ticket. A yeah, that's ticket. what face value is. That's face value, yeah. yeah. Face oh. value. Well, the pro teams aren't going to uh, scalp the teams to their old coach. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you think in any way, Preston, talking about, you know, obviously, and you, you just talking about how things have progressed. Obviously, there, when there's money to be made, then things get sold and everything gets get sponsored and the ticket prices go up and so on and so forth. 
Do you think it, at, at its core it's still the same game, or has it been sullied by all of this additional, um, you know, brouhaha? Well, obviously it doesn't hurt all this rah-rah stuff and the addition of the, you know, the two weeks of constant uh, marketing of the game. Uh, but, you know, the game has been marketing in itself for 17 weeks. And it's it's so exciting to see two great football teams. My computer at the start of the year picked both of these teams to be in the Super Bowl, and it picked the Eagles to go into the Super Bowl at 16-1. and one. So, this, uh, you know, just the, the year-in hype. Yes, we're good football teams, and we're really excited we won this game, but everything points to getting into that Super Bowl. Now, here they are, uh, and, the, you know, the – the marketing of it, the excitement of it, the the advertising of it, the, the the overall theatrical side of the game has been magnified so much more than it used to be, and I, I think it's good. I think it's good for our our country to get that excited in something. Certainly, have a lot of bad news. Yeah. A lot of people going to Super Bowl parties, probably sitting down and having a beer. I personally am going to have a glass of wine while I watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> so I want to know uh, how your wines and your vineyards are doing. <laughs> wine business is doing okay. Yeah, we have a lot more competition with our tasting room in Napa now, 1018 First Street. When we started our tasting room there years ago, there were eight tasting rooms. Now they're 56. Wow. So we have to find a way to compete. We've got to improve our offense, defense, and special teams within the line. <laughs> it's always the same, isn't right. it? So, Coach, what do you recommend people crack open as uh, kickoff happens? Well, you know, that's and here in the East, it's 6 o'clock, so you might already be into your red wine. If it's not <laughs> white. <laughs> well, let me ask you, um, so the obvious thing for you, since you have all these connections, is why didn't you buy five or six minutes of Super Bowl advertising? Hey. And, oh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we make 2,000 cases of wine a year. Yeah, we're, we're a very small little organization uh, making very high-end quality wines. And uh, it's not a big business deal. Yeah. It's a uh-huh. hobby turned into a business by friends with real money. <laughs> so, so you got tickets uh, for some friends. What are your plans uh, for game day, Coach? Uh, there's about 11 people coming, and we're going to barbecue hamburgers first, and then and sit and watch the game. Oh, that sounds now. Crazy. When you are watching the game at a party with a whole bunch of people around, are you Coach Ramil or are you spectator? Well, see, I'll be able to second guess both teams. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. true. Yeah, <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've asked been asked, who am I going to root for? And I, I come up with a very good political answer. I said, I'm going to root for both teams to win and then feel real bad for the team that loses. Okay. Oh, you sound like Kelsey's mom. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I don't have that jersey, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get you one of those. Uh, well, that's that's wonderful, Coach. Well, we thought it would be uh, really, really nice to touch base with you again. You're such a nice guy, and uh, we Appreciate knew you'd that. have an, an, an interesting uh, perspective on things. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, wait, so if, if you did not know, Coach, we have uh, part of our crew is driving across the country right now. Uh, oh, really? I see him in the screen here. I oh, didn't there know you go. Was. Yeah, so Casey has a question, I think. Hi. Case, I saw your hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Case, we can't well, hear actually, you. it was Jackie Bam who had a question for you. Okay. Uh, coach, Coach, let me ask. I, I got to answer one thing about the game because, you know, I, we love you and you got such an incredible knowledge, based on knowledge of this. The Eagles O-line, I was talking about Spagnuolo yesterday. That's the best O-line that we're going to face. And that unit, when it's done, Coach, I know 
He's breaking up too much. Yeah, well, well, I'll ask him to to pose that again. Anthony, your your signal was breaking up. You guys might be driving through an area. Can you ask that question one more time? So, uh, Coach, I was talking to Coach Bagnuolo yesterday. He said the Eagles O-line, the best they're going to face all year. And I know that you love that kind of football. That Eagles O-line and D-line, can that be the difference in the game? Oh, no question. It is about 80% of the season, okay? When you have the big guys, your big guys allow your little guys mm-hmm. to be as good as they have the ability to be, starting with your quarterback. You know, and uh, the Eagles' offensive line is extremely well coached. They they run the ball a lot more than than the Chiefs do, which uh, I think they'll maybe even run a little more because I think we can see our quarterback uh, Jalen Hurts running the ball a little bit more and true quarterback running plays, not scrambles. Mm. So uh, yeah, I I think the defensive coordinator at Kansas City knows what he's talking about. It's an outstanding offensive line, extremely well coached. Nice. All right. Any other questions from Eagle One, Casey? And then Jackie Bam Bam has a question. Yeah. Jackie Bam Bam has one. Come on up here, Jack. Hey, Coach. Hey, Coach. Thank you for everything. Uh, when I was a little boy, I want to share this with you. Uh, I was hit by a car, and Roman Gabriel and Harold Carmichael came to the hospital when I was locked up in traction for like half a year, gave me an autographed football. I'll never forget it. And how happy were you? When Hal Carmichael got into the Hall of Fame, I was just... Well, you know, a little piece of me went into the Hall of Fame with Harold Carmichael. You know, really. You know, he's he's like part of the Vermeil family. All those guys yeah. that started with me there, uh, you know, the, the Bergies, the Jaworskis. My gosh, Jaworski was there when I got the gold jacket on stage with me. You know, those guys are very important to me and uh, me to them, I think. And uh, Harold's very special. You mentioned Roman Gabriel. I was in communication with his son yesterday. Roman Gabriel was struggling. He has a heart issue, and he's oh. struggling right now. Oh, so geez. say a little prayer for him. Okay, definitely. Uh, excellent. All right, well, thank you, Coach. Again, we appreciate it, and uh, we uh, we hope you'll be excited when the Eagles win this thing. That's, <laughs> that's what we hope is going to happen. Thank right. you for the opportunity right. to say hello to Philadelphia and every place else. You Bye-bye. got it. Anytime. Let's hear for Coach. Yeah. Yeah. What a great guy. And instant answers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He knows He knows the game. He knows where he stands. Yep. And, and delivers. All right. We have another thing to do in this particular segment, and that is the fact that guys are... are have you guys stopped moving, Casey? Are you guys indeed in Philadelphia, Illinois? Oh. Yeah, so not only that, but we, we already drove through Philadelphia. <laughs> Three times. Three times. So what I want to yeah, do for you guys here real quick is, is I'm going to plant this. Bar, all right. I'm going to I'm going to uh, uh, sprinkle some uh, holy schuylkill water on it. Uh-huh. Then I'm going to hop back in the car and I'm going to drive through Philadelphia while you guys are on the phone with us. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. okay. So you, let's let's do it all. You passed through it three times already. <laughs> Casey, you probably need to say something when you place the yeah. flower. Perhaps that dialogue from Short Circuit 2. Oh, my God. Los Locos kick your ass. Los Locos kick your balls into outer space. That one? Yeah. All right. Now, Casey, <laughs> you're going to want to run your video on your phone. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So am I, am I taking my phone with me? You're going to take your phone with you and turn on your video. All right. Hang on one and second, we'll gentlemen. That up in the studio. Now, so uh, I'm going to turn my, uh, my, here we go. There we here go. We go. Are you going right. to do this for me? Yeah. All, All right, right Kyle's getting a video All set right, up. Here we go. All right, so we're headed out into 
Philadelphia, Illinois, with Casey Boy and Kyle. They're going to plant uh, the Steven Singer green, Eagles green, gold dip rose, and uh, they're going to anoint it with some Schuylkill River water. Holy Schuylkill River water. And then they're going to go on. They're like a Johnny Appleseed moving across the country. Oh, the Philadelphia wave continues. And that Schuylkill River water has been blessed. Yes, it has been blessed. Casey's uh, uh, priest father Steve did that, I believe. All right, Case, can you hear me? Uh, he is uh, far away from the phone, but I can hear you. Okay, right, very so good. So go near him. All right, what is that sign in the back? I see a, a, a speed limit sign, but oh, it's the Philadelphia oh! town sign. That came, this is a perfect place to plant this. Is there anything around you that shows that there are living human beings in this town? We can't hear him. Ask He's... again. Hey, Casey, can you hear me? First of all. He can't quite. No, no. It's okay. All right, well, we're watching. Them. As you would imagine. Oh, no, sorry. There we go. Now we can hear you, Casey. All right, so uh, here, come over to your You're right. So that's what we're looking at here, guys. We're, we're going to give you a 360 view okay. of what Philadelphia looks like. <laughs> it's, it's nothing. It's nothing. It is. It's nothing. It is it's it's just flat land for miles. I do see what appears to be like a grain elevator in the background or no, no, a silo. No, no, those are skyscrapers. Oh, those are sky, sorry, skyscrapers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to call that Liberty <laughs> One. So, Casey, on, on the Philadelphia sign, I noticed that you're, it says you are now entering, and on the back it says you are now leaving. What happened? Uh oh. Well, the, the police are here now. The, the mayor showed up. Uh-oh. Okay. The police are here. Oh, oh, this is great. Oh, they're probably wondering about that. This yeah. is awesome. Yeah. This is what we wanted. Yeah. Wait, you can't drive through and stop. I'm uh, sure you can. Well, they're just. This is what we wanted. Hang on. Oh boy. I may. Uh, I may have to. We have to do this off camera. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. All right, so... Uh, he's going to explain to the police officers all right, well, what we, he's doing. What we can do is... Uh, uh, Kyle, do me a favor. Can you hear me? Turn the, the camera on to yourself there, please. Yeah, uh, I can hear you. Hold on. Okay, just curious what's happening if you give us a little play-by-play. All right, so the uh, the sheriff, <laughs> uh, the police department, which is, I believe, a team of one, has just uh, showed up. Yeah. Uh, they're, talk, they're talking to... Uh, he, he's talking to... Uh, <laughs> Anthony, Jackie, and Casey right now. He wanted to know what was going on. How does I'm a sure. town with 105 people have this kind of police response? <laughs> well, because Dude, nobody they, goes no, through. No there. one goes through. Look at these yeah. four. So They're probably like, what the are they doing? Kyle, tell them that the guy in the passenger seat of the car is holding you guys hostage. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, stop it. Of these four guys, which one is going to talk themselves out of trouble Trouble better? Uh, Casey. 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 Yeah, yeah. 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 Not over. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, all right, so what's happening? They're shaking the guy's hand, the, uh, the officer. Oh, good. Okay. Oh, does it look okay. like it's, it's yeah. ending? Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. he's, he's headed back to his cruiser. In. Okay, yeah, very He's, he's, he's going to run some uh, information on Anthony. He just wanted to know what they were doing. Yeah, yeah. Guy. I'm sure. He wanted to make sure we tag him on Instagram. Hang on, Anthony. <laughs> Anthony, what'd you say? He's a great guy. He's uh, a great he guy. Thought, he thought we were having trouble. Oh, oh, that's very nice. So See that? Help. Okay. I mean, so obviously, nice we know what we'd think if we saw some seedy-looking people like you guys, <laughs> but not them. No, they're in Philadelphia. They're yes! Nice. It's brotherly love. Absolutely. They want to help out. All right, so oh, that's nice. are we going to take care of our ceremony here now, guys? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we can do this. Back to the All right. All right. I thought we were going to get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So planting the gold rose, and you tell him he can come by and get it later on? Yeah. 
Everybody, please bow your heads. Right. Okay, everybody. Okay. Everybody listening? Casey's going to say a few words. Yeah. Fly, Eagles, fly. Jackie, get over there. On the road to victory. <laughs> fight. Eagles, fight. <laughs> Score a touchdown. One, two, three. One, two, three. Lord, hit him low. Lord, hit him high. Lord, let's watch our eagles fly. Fly, eagles, fly on the road to victory. Amen. All right. Casey is now. Amen. Uh, Pouring out one for his yeah, homies. For his homies. And, uh, and, and he has planted the green gold dip rose. At the Philadelphia sign in Philadelphia, Philadelphia Illinois. Illinois. Population 106. Yes. In the middle of nowhere. And almost got arrested. Well, this is a success, I think, right? Yeah. First Philadelphia. All right, we're watching this now. This seems like this is a... uh, It's a very contemplative moment. Yeah. uh, As well it should be. With some reverence, please. They're leaving two footballs by the flower. Are they? And if you see, there's a statue of their town founder. It's a a possum. (laughs) All right. So are you guys ready to take a tour through all of Philadelphia? Yes. All right, let's go do this thing. Well done. We're going to do that in the car. Well done. I think that was a a beautiful ceremony. I think uh, inspiring words and and, uh, that you can really take into your soul. (laughs) If somebody doesn't turn that into a a song Mm. or a chant. A chant of some sort, a song, a sing-along. Yeah. Uh, So they're going to hop back in uh, Eagle One, and they're going to take us on a tour uh, of Philadelphia. This is, I guess, from the now entering Philadelphia to now leaving Philadelphia I signs. W- I wonder if they'll get in trouble with the TMZ tour. Mm. That is no doubt yeah. in downtown <laughs> Philadelphia, Illinois. And they're going to be on their way to uh, Philadelphia, Missouri shortly after, which Nick is like an hour away or something like uh, that. About two hours. That's two a hours. booming yeah. metropolis. That has twice the population of um, Philadelphia, Illinois, 206. So it's almost 9 o'clock. They'll probably hit that after we're off the air. And then. it's good that yeah. they'll get in there when uh, it's after rush hour. There. Yeah, yeah, we definitely don't want that. Uh, all right, Case, you guys moving yet? Yeah, so everybody's in the car. I need to get everybody's seatbelt on. Otherwise, <laughs> things are going to start dinging and beeping and yeah. all that stuff. But, <laughs> all right, Frank. See, how crazy is that? that like, we're, we're in this town for, what, five minutes pulled over. And then there was like a hustle and hustle in the top line. <laughs> Ah, they're breaking up. The signal breaks up every now and then. Uh, I'm sure the, there's a lack of cell towers. Oh, in here. All right, here we go. Uh, right. We are now Philadelphia moving. Plane drive right. Philadelphia. All right. We are passing by a, a kind of a house. I guess it's a house. Kind of a house. Uh, It's a a kind of a house. We're not seeing anything but you guys. Can we see out the window? All right. Give me your phone case. Uh, Okay, hang on. Well, it's a little too late. Yeah, they already got to the town. They're almost out there. We're just going to get a description. Yeah. They're done. Oh, we're done. And that's it. Thank you for the tour of Philadelphia this morning. I don't like tours that go too long. No, no. They get boring after a while. Repetitive. Eagle One has made it to its first destination, which is Philadelphia, Illinois. I'm going to turn off their signal uh, because they're headed now to um, Philadelphia, Missouri. 
and we'll see when they arrive. And they'll be checking back in with Pierre, and obviously you can uh, chronicle them as, as they, they'll be chronicling it, and you can follow along on yeah. our social media, PrestonSteve.com, and all that good stuff. So um, uh, on that, I want to take a quick break because we do have another guest coming up. Sam Morrill's going to be joining us. Yes. He has a comedy special on the way, actually, at uh, the Borgata. Uh, so we'll return just a little bit. We'll do some more giveaways in a few with our friends at Piccadilly Inn. Stay put. We'll be back in a moment. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. I am Dorothy Dodson. My husband started Dodson Pest Control over 75 years ago. We are American family-owned business, and that's how we treat our customers, like family. Visit DodsonBROS.com. And thank you for choosing Dodson. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Um, we're going to get uh, Sam Morell on a little bit. we got a couple minutes to kill. I want to... Uh, uh, mention again that our uh, tattoos are done. We're going to say hi to the tattoo artist in a little while. We met the guys with the uh, getting the tattoos. We'll say hi to them in a bit. Uh, Casey, Jackie, Kyle, and uh, Anthony are continuing in Eagle One. They stopped in uh, Philadelphia, Illinois. They planted a gold rose. Almost uh, got arrested. Gold green rose. And uh, they did what they needed to do. And they're moving along to... Uh, Philadelphia, Missouri in a little bit. And since we have, you know, some members missing from the studio, we're making up in other ways. And I'd like to thank uh, Julianne Shalano from uh, Newman University, who is doing the video switching. She's doing great. For our uh, YouTube channel. So thank you, Julianne. We appreciate that. We're getting all the help we can everywhere we can. We'll do some more giveaways with Pick a Little Again in a little bit. They dropped off some uh, stuff for us. But while we're waiting for Sam to get on the line, and we'll check back in with... Uh, Casey and company uh, a little bit later on, maybe around Bizarre File Time, just see how they're making, um, you know, with their progress. Um, but AMC Entertainment, I don't know if you saw this or not. They, yeah. they made an announcement about their uh, their tickets uh, at the theaters. By the way, they're the largest movie theater chain in the country. And on Friday, they're going to start selling tickets at different prices based on where a seat is located in any given theater. Oh, so wow. It's like, yeah. a, like a concert where you, you you get, you know, prior... Like, obviously, so in the case of a theater, like center would be, I assume, you know, uh, 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 more expensive. But if you get stuck in the front row, you're going to pay less. It's I mean, cheaper, yep. I don't hate it, no. you know. Um, is this the same movie theater last week they announced closures? Was it AMC? I don't know. Or was it Regal? Or it might be Regal. A lot of them are, are, are you know shoring things up a bit yeah, because well, it's, were... it's still waiting for... Now, proof like with Avatar 2 and other movies, people will go to the theater, but it ha... it's still been a little wobbly getting things up and running. Yeah, they. I'll look it up. I, they announced it, but there were some uh, theaters in our area that were closing, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I don't hate it either, but as long as the price for the front row is uh, discounted because, like, I, I it said... It will be. Okay, yeah. I, said, I said front row for uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and uh, it's still a great movie, and I love being in the theater for it. Um, but that's just not a great place to see a, uh, see a movie, you know. Yeah. You're, you're seeing everybody's crotch. Um, so they're gonna they're gonna do uh, different prices, and they're calling it uh, Sightline at AMC. And uh, the company will offer three tiers of seating: value, standard, and preferred. Uh, less desirable seats, such as those located in the front row or the bathroom, will be sold at a discount at okay. the lowest price point. Uh, value seats are available only to members of AMC Stubbs, which is the Chains Rewards Club, uh, which is available for free. And standard seats are the most common and will be available at the usual cost of a ticket. Preferred sightline seats will cost a little bit more. Uh, they didn't disclose how much the different tiers of seating will cost. 
Uh, the pricing already applies at select theaters and will be rolled out more broadly by the year's end. But they're starting this Friday at some of them. They're so, do that. you know, like like uh, in certain cases where you'd want, like in the IMAX screen, if you're on the second tier up behind the rail, mm-hmm. uh, that's good. But my, my preference, my seat of preference is back row all the way to the right. Nobody behind me, nobody to the right. And so, you know, we'd think, oh, that's not, that's that's a crappy seat. For me, that eliminates a lot of annoying people. Annoying I, like, I like back row, back row aisle, yes. uh, m- meaning I need to be able to swing yeah. my feet out exactly. into the aisle. That's it, where I like to see. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the Regal, I found the article, it, it was Regal, not AMC, and they're closing 39 theaters. Uh, and the uh-huh. ones that were in our area uh, were Doylestown and Oaks. And then uh, two in New Jersey, but not really uh, Phillipsburg and Landing. So. And there really, it hasn't been. It wasn't COVID that's kept me out of the the movie theaters. It's it's the streaming access. It's just everything comes out so quickly. So quick, I and know. You just watch it at home, and yeah. that's what they're finding out. So yeah. you give people a reason to facilitate what a theater has to offer, like a Top Gun Maverick, like Avatar Two. But I mean, you're right. I mean, that the movie Megan came out and did very well in the theaters. It was already streaming two weeks later, three mm-hmm. weeks later, yeah. and you don't need, especially with as TV sizes get bigger, it, 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 people are like, "Oh, what do I want to do with this one?" And and even that, I mean, even it, it, you know, just some movies, it it doesn't even have to be. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Ah, it's it's eventually going to come. It's eventually going to be available in my home. Do you think we're going to see the return of the big screen porn? Uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's maybe what that's the next step. That turns us around. Yes. Maybe, maybe you reach around and there it is. There's a new rim job movie at the <laughs> right. at the Lowe's. Well, anyhow, uh, AMC is going to be rolling out these different uh, tiered prices this week. I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, our guest is on the line ah. and talking about going to a theater. You go and see him live. Yeah, because be at the Borgata. He's not streaming. No, no, no. February twenty fourth, seven and ten p.m. There are shows and tickets are available at Ticketmaster. We love them. Anytime we get a chance to have him on, please welcome Sam Morrill to the yeah. show today. Yeah. Sam, good morning, man. Hey, what's up? How, how are you guys? We're doing good. We're well. We're doing amazing. The the the, the city's on fire. The, the Eagles are in the Super Bowl. Maybe you heard, <laughs> and uh, so everybody's a little excited about that. I heard. I heard, man. I think you guys. I hate to say it, but I think you're going to win it, man. <laughs> really I hate to say it. I have a bad feeling. Yeah, no, I'm a giant. No, you're true to your Giants. Yeah, I mean, we understand yeah. that. Yeah, that's 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 your thing. So it would be painful, but uh, uh, would would the Eagles be your team of preference in this bout, or are you just saying begrudgingly you think the Eagles will win? Oh no, I take no pleasure in it. Of course. Uh, I, although it's tough when you guys play Dallas, it's one of those things where I'm like, why? Well, I, I just dislike both of these teams. So I love them trying to sell tickets in the, in this area. I'm like, you know who I hate is the Eagles. Come see me uh, 30 minutes away in Atlantic City. Uh, it, you know, uh, no, they're just a great team. It defense is crazy. Hurts is amazing. It's it's you guys. I, it's it's going to be hard to beat the Eagles. Yeah, we, we you, obviously we we want to avoid cockiness. It, it seems good. You never know how these things are going to break. You are an, you are a an avid uh, uh, Giants fan, and, and you know obviously, I think we asked you last time. I'm not sure what your response might have been, but, but can you take a loss well, or do you go into a funk? Well, I mean, this year I didn't expect to be in the playoffs, so it was like it was house money, and I. I, I have to say, I never believed in Daniel Jones at all. So the fact that he looked insane in that first playoff game, I was like, oh, man, I'm all, I love the guy now. But, 
you know, Barkley was always like, no question. This guy's like got all the tools. Can he stay healthy? But uh, Jones, it was. I was always like, this guy's got like a touch of the downs, Eli Manning style. Right? Can he use the downs to his advantage? You know what I mean? Because when you when you have a face like that, people don't know what you're thinking, and that's it's like having a poker face. You know so what I mean? They can't read them. Skill. Yeah. Yeah. So I I always I loved Eli. It's tough to come in after a guy who won two Super Bowls, so I can appreciate that, and uh, and I think he looked great this year. Did you stay on the on the TV the whole divisional round? I mean, that was a pretty bad loss. No, of course I didn't. I, I you know, I was looking away. I was pacing. No, that was embarrassing. That was that was it was a bloodbath. What do you? I mean, I, I, you know what I think? Actually, you know what? I was on the road. I was in Texas, and I had to go on stage when they were down like twenty eight or something oh. at halftime. And I took it out on a on a crowd in Dallas. Um, you guys get this. No, I didn't. Well, what? <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys are gonna lose. Um, yeah, we were no, talking. Dallas is. We were sorry, talking right? earlier. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. We were talking earlier about finding common, um, like a like a pub in town or a bar in town or a place where you can go when you're touring. Do you have uh, when you you know? Do you actively seek out a, a bar, a place, an establishment like a, a Giants bar or a New York based bar, so that you can watch a game? Or does that even matter to you? No, I, I don't care about that stuff. I mean, I you know, usually the game's on. I guess there's, if there's a day game on, maybe I'll find a bar. But uh, that was a night game, so. Uh, no, I'm not really. I'm not looking for camaraderie because, as you said, like I, yeah, I don't take the losses super well. So if they win, I'm kind of like fine. I don't need to be high fiving strangers. I'm not one of those guys. I'm not one of those guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sam, you mentioned touring the country. We're looking at a at a picture for the class act tour. It shows you over the city skyline with a tour bus in neon below it. Are you are you traveling by tour bus? Yeah, not not for uh, the AC one because you know that's just from New York. But yeah, we were doing the tour bus uh, for the Texas, Oklahoma, Missouri, and uh, uh, for that stretch, uh, New Orleans too. I think we hit, and then we got like a twelve day run we're hitting coming up in March. You know, wow. bunch of bunch of cities. Yeah, so we're doing the bus, and uh, it's great, man. It's, you just get like drunk on natural wine or whiskey every night and then uh, watch something about Mary. We're just being total morons on the, on the bus. And uh, it's the best. You, you fall asleep. I, I got I got this dumb blanket because we sleep in these tiny bunks on the bus. So uh, we got I got this dumb, it's called hug sleep. And I'm not getting paid to say this, obviously. <laughs> this is a dumb thing I saw on Shark Tank. And I was like, I'll get the hug sleep thing. You sleep like you're in a coffin. It like wraps you into a ball. What? You know, like. Yeah, it wraps your arms cross, and then but then you have to pee, forget you have to pee in the middle of the night. So now I'm walking around the tour bus. It looks like I'm in a blouse. Is I'm it, like I'm is, a terrifying looking human. Is it like a snuggie or something? Or I mean, I'm, I'm trying to envision this. That's, it's a compression blanket. It's supposed uh. to help you sleep in tight spaces. So that's why I got it. But you you do I I do look like a lunatic. I got the sleeping mat. I got everything that could help me sleep because I'm like. You get what five or six hours? You're on a rocking bus. You got to make those hours count. You know. Right, right. Now, did you have to lose the fear of uh, you know uh, like a, a Tracy Morgan incident happening while you're um, <laughs> yeah, out on the road, or would the would the payout from Walmart make it okay? Yeah, I like. Do you think I'm scared of that? He got what, like a hundred million dollars? <laughs> I could, I could, I could deal with a couple bad months. I don't know. No, I, I mean. 
I once heard Chris Rock say at the cellar about Tracy Morgan. They said, uh, everyone was like, is he going to be okay? And Chris goes, yeah, he's going to be okay. It's not like Tracy's comedy relied on precision. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, I wanted to uh, say I, I, I finally had the opportunity to see uh, Letterman's interview with you. Um, and I was like, I was blown away. I said, hey, it's, it's Sam. Uh, that, to me, uh, knowing you and knowing who you revere in the world of comedy, that had to be unbelievable to be in that chair across from Letterman. That was one of the craziest moments, you know, because Letterman is not just a guy I revere. He's a guy the generation ahead of me reveres. So it, it's kind of one of those just icons you get to sit down with, and he was so damn nice you know that's the other thing is like you don't know what you're gonna i think back in the day you do a show you don't know which letterman you're gonna get you yeah. got a guy interviewing you know two maybe four people yeah a night right if they're doing a, a double f right so he, he could be in kind of a cranky mood he could, you know like it's just natural when you do that many episodes but he hadn't talked to someone in so long uh so yeah i think it was like okay, this is a guy who misses this, and I get to be one of those people he interviews, so that's pretty crazy. But it is hilarious to me that he's talking to, like, you know, Obama, Kevin Durant, and then he's like, who else? Oh, Sam Morrell. This is, uh, if I am going to phone one in, this is the one, but thank God he didn't. Well, no, I like to see, um, you know, um, he he doesn't suffer hacks, you know, and he doesn't, um, he, as you say, he can be cranky. Uh, he legitimately uh, likes you like and liked you during that interview. And when you're in the moment, uh, do you realize that or did you realize that after watching it? Um, you know, he, uh, he, he was really warm before the interview. When I, I came in the green room, he, he, called, he talked to every comic he interviewed before the show. Okay. It was a really classy move on his part. And, you know, just, and he just said to me, like, hey, this is whatever you want it to be. So, you know, if I'm talking too much, steamroll me. He, he couldn't have been cooler. He was like, do, do whatever you want. And, I, and him just saying that, I was kind of like, all right, well, this is, I'm loose. I, you know, I think I had like a whiskey in me. I'm just like, I'm pretty loose. I'm kind of just <laughs> calm down. And, uh, yeah, if I, if I felt like once you get that first laugh from him, you're just like, oh, he, this is, this is going to be good. You know, this is going to be something. No, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's so cool. So, you know, it, a lot of times names get bandied about and, and there people will be referred to as a comedian's comedian, David Tell, you know, Norm MacDonald. You're now, I, you know, doing just a little bit of research for, for this interview. You, that is a phrase that is used to describe you. Is that something um, you're okay with? Or does it place a, a particular weight on your shoulders? Or how do you process that? I mean, I don't, I don't feel that. I mean, those guys you mentioned are legends. I don't feel that stuff. You know, with me, it's, it's, if comics like me, that's great. You know, I, I, I don't really feel pressure on that. And I feel pressure just like, man, my new stuff isn't hitting the way I need to hit. Or, you know, you're always you're always weighing your new hour against your last hour of jokes. And uh, it's hard to keep writing. You just get burnt out. I don't really have a life other than this. So, uh, <laughs> so like, if I start failing at stand-up, then I've got nothing. <laughs> so, uh, no safety net. I really, yeah, I really, I don't have a family or a girlfriend. I mean, I, if I don't, if I don't, like... If I'm not good at this, then, then I really have to start looking at my life. As uh, you mentioned, not having a girlfriend is that has that been a, a refrain in your life? Not having a girlfriend or trying to, a hard time keeping a relationship? 
I mean, I'm not exactly like a, it's not like a great sales pitch. I'm like, hey, I'm never here. Uh, <laughs> when I am here, I want to go to the comedy cellar. Like, it's not an easy, right. uh, yeah. it's, it's, no, I'm just not an easy, I love what I do. So that makes it hard. Uh, and uh, yeah, it, it, the tough thing about Jaden is you're like, okay, well, I'm going to roll the dice. I have two nights in New York a week. I'm going to roll the dice that this person's not a psychopath. And, yeah. and if they, you know, if they are, you, maybe I get a good bit. That's what I tell myself. If they're, and if, but if, or even worse, what if they're just boring? Yeah. What if I get not, so I think I'm, I'm, I, if I go on a date and it's a, a train wreck, at least I'll get a bit out of it. I look at it that way. But if I go on a, a date and they're just kind of like, meh, that's when I'm like, damn, I could have done. <laughs> I could have done two or three seller spots. Yeah. It's yeah. a waste of time. Yeah. Sam, Sam, we had uh, Kelsey Cook in studio last weekend, and she brought up a point that I hadn't considered before, which was that a lot of comedians, yourself included, post stuff on Instagram uh, where it's it's crowd work. And the reason, one of the reasons for doing that is that you don't want to post your bits up on, uh, on Instagram because people, you still want people to come to see you. However, um, I love your crowd work and, and what you do, what Mark Norman does, it's really entertaining. And so do you enjoy interacting with the audience like that? Or does it now seem like it's, there's a bit of a burden in having to do that? A little bit of both. You know, I, I like it because I'm not going to try to do just like surface crowd work. I, you know, it's like when you listen to like an old Don Rickles record or something right. and he's like, look, look at this Chinaman. And you're like, uh, <laughs> well, first off, it's like, this is so dated, he's saying Chinaman, and then on top of it, I can't see him. So it's like crowd work when you can't even see the person. You're like, well, this is, there's a disconnect, right? But if you're doing crowd work that you just kind of turn into a bit, or you make it, like, not about the person, but about just, like, the moment, then it kind of can translate. So, yeah, I like following moments, because I, I do so many shows, I get sick of my material. So uh, I'm okay with, with that, but, yeah, I think... Every once in a while, you get someone that's like a little too eager to to have a moment with you, and it can be it can be weird. But then also sometimes it's as I say, it could be it could be great. I I'm, I'm sick of my act. I'm, I do enough shows. What I do enough shows where I'm doing the new material. I, the new material. It's like as long as I can hit it. And also, I'm not going to like take that time out of the show. If someone heckles me, I'm not going to like be like. Sorry, guys. That was part of the hour. Like I'll do. I'll go long. You know? Right, right. You, you'll you'll keep doing what you intended to do. So, so with uh, what you're doing at the Borgata, are you work? You're working on a new uh, special, or are, are we? What what stage are we in in the development of the act? Oh, it's it's all new. Uh, sometimes at the end, I'll do a couple old bits just to like round it out. But I, I, yeah, it's it's new material. It's nothing from like my last special or anything. Cool. Um, and it's it's getting there. It's, you know, it's uh, it's weird. You don't even new hour. I feel like you start it like you like I have like I have fifty minutes. Awesome. And then you you start running it. You're like I have thirty minutes maybe. <laughs> and then and then you're like then a couple months later you're like I got forty three. And then you're like oh, I'm back. I'm at, I'm I'm at twenty eight. You just keep cutting. You just have to hate the stuff. I don't know. So, you want, yeah. Always, yeah, you're you're refining and editing. That's that's how you get to that point. I yep. mean, you know, again. I, I think what you were in here, you mentioned, uh, you know, I, such a fan of uh, I was, of Norm MacDonald and, and the economy of the language. and But that requires a ton of uh, Michelangelo type, you know, whittling and sculpting and, and, and to get to that point. And, and so it, take, it takes time. So I, it's no it's no doubt you're, you're, the time of your set is increasing and, and, and then diminishing over time as you do it more and more in front of people. 
It's so funny to compare this to Michelangelo. <laughs> well, I'm like literally, I'm literally doing dead baby jokes in like ballrooms right now. You don't see I, the I, connection. They tell you, I, I'm playing these venues that are too nice for what I do. Like you go in, they're like Houdini. <laughs> Houdini performed here, and I'm like, all right, I got, I got literally a six minute dead baby joke that I'm bringing here. So different right. strokes. So not not exactly Houdini, but it, it all works. Yeah. By the way, Sam, I, you know, I've never heard somebody so, uh, you know. Uh, forthright with saying how much they hate their own material what's it what's the shelf life on a good bit it's tough i you know i i don't hate this material i actually like a lot of these new jokes but yeah it's just uh i think you just hate it because you the excitement for me is like in something brand new or you know something that i riff or something that i cut i if i do a new hour and i don't have one or two new exciting things and i said that i'm just kind of like well who cares you know and i think when you tour like that you just get burned out and your brain's not working like you want it to be working so uh yeah i i don't hate the jokes i just yeah i mean i hate yeah. it yeah like, you get burned out i sort of hate them uh i want to who cares i know it works yes you know? right laughter's laughter it doesn't matter how you get there uh, i want to ask you about yeah. we might be drunk which is the uh the podcast you do with mark norman and uh, yeah. you, you had Colin Quinn on recently, and was was there some sort of was he was he a victim of that that air traffic shutdown? Yes, yeah. What Mark happened there? Late. This is this is this shows how different points of our life Mark and I are in. I, Mark's coming back from his honeymoon in South Africa, and uh, we have you know Colin on. Mark, that was the most excited Mark's been for a guest. We've had a lot of amazing guests on, but you know we both love Colin so much, and. Uh, Colin hates doing podcasts, so so it's a big deal to get him in a room. And, uh, yeah, Mark's texting me that morning, like, I hope I make it. I'm like, hope you make it. You were supposed to be here yesterday. And he's like, it's been 16 hours. And I say to Mark, well, dude, just leave. Just, you know, when you get here, just, he's like, we check bags. I'm like, well, just leave her. She can get the bags, right? And Colin Quinn's like, no, you idiot. He's coming back from his honeymoon. You're telling him to leave his new wife <laughs> at the airport, and I was just like, "Oh yeah." And then, uh, and then Mark shows up, and Mark's like, "I loved her." How did she react? Because she knows was, what she's getting into. See, I think I, that was my defense. I was like, "She just got nine days with you, Mark. Like, come on, you can't leave." <laughs> so, so Quinn is just furious at both of us. He's like, "You're both idiots," you know. <laughs> But uh, that was my advice. Just leave her. Just leave her. <laughs> you got the you got the 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 honeymoon. That's that's what you get. Yep. I, well, I mean, that's for Mark. We're both psychos. We don't take vacations ever. So I, I mean, that's the thing is. Uh, I thought I thought to get that out of Mark, like you know, what you signed up for. <laughs> yeah. True. Beautiful. All right. Well, listen, Sam. We appreciate the time. We know your uh, your gigs coming up the Borgata on the twenty uh, fourth. Uh, tickets are on sale. Ticketmaster.com is going to be a couple shows that night, seven and ten p.m. So make sure you get them before they are gone. And uh, hopefully we'll see you in the flesh sometime when you come through Philly. All right, man? I hope so. Yeah, always, always great to talk to you guys. All right, man. Take care. Sam Real, yeah. guys. Yeah. Borgata. Like I said, it's going to be on February 24th, by the way. All right. So while we have been uh, chatting about and going through our business throughout the course of the morning, there's been some activity that's been happening in our kitchen. Uh, because it's been turned into a tattoo studio this morning. <laughs> and we have our friends who are from Floating World Tattoos and Piercing and from Runic Tattoo who are here with us this morning as our listeners got tattoos. We're going to start with our friend Bob Don. Yeah. 
What's going on? How you doing, man? I'm doing great. It's been a while. How has, have you been? I've been great. How Bob used to be a regular visitor here in the studio. Yeah, yeah. It day. looks great here. Everything's Thanks, man. Uh, changed Appreciate up a little bit. It. Yeah, we got uh, we got some balloons here in the studio for the Eagles. And uh, but Bob hadn't even seen any of the renovations to the building. I, you know, I got him down in the lobby oh, this oh, morning. That's right. Like, yeah. The whole uh, front of the building's different, and then we were walking around the hallways, and that was new for you. So yeah, it looks yeah. great. It's here. been a while. Uh, where's Runic Tattoos, by the way, uh, Bob? Newtown Square, right in uh, St. Albans Circle. Okay. Oh, yeah. And do you have more than one location or just one right no, now? No, 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 just one right now. We were, uh, I actually, last year we opened up uh, next door to where we're at, and we just um, recently moved over, got bigger. Moved everything over. Awesome. Excellent. Uh, how'd the tattoos go this morning? Awesome. Went really smooth. Yeah? yeah? Yeah, everybody seems pretty happy. Nice. Who's here with you? John. John Pohl's here with me. What's up, John? How's it going? Nice, man. Good to see you, bud. Uh, how was your uh, How was your canvas in there? Did he? Oh, good. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, are you guys nice. doing? Are we seeing a lot of Eagles requests right now? Yeah, coming I mean, through the shop. Yeah, like right now, like a little higher than usual, probably. Yeah. But, um, you know, there's always uh, Eagles requests. Uh, yeah. In the area. Is there? Is there? So I assume that we, you're talking about you know what's what's happening in pop culture. It, probably not so much now, but like we 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 know that uh, during the initial run of the Marvel, you know. Uh, movies coming out that those tattoos became popular but can if you were to go into any tattoo um shop and you were to kind of get a consensus do you think you could figure out what was happening in the world of pop culture do people respond that way yeah or- maybe maybe some of like the walk-in studios because then you know people are a little bit more um you know like like getting something like right in the moment right 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 yeah but, um you know for what we do we do a lot of like uh custom works so. and, and real i mean we we've talked about your like photo realistic uh freaking tattoos are unbelievable you yeah. end up doing Thank a lot you. of that right yeah, yeah yeah mostly that stuff all right and uh floating world tattoo and piercing they're the guys that do our tattoos day yeah Every week, uh, and we have, joining us today, we've got, uh, John, wait, who do we have here? Oh, we have Brian and Matt and uh, Don Juan are all here. So who's who? I'm terrible. What's your name? Uh, I'm Slime. You're Slime. slime. Yeah, yeah. We like Slime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Matt Slime. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's it. I'm sorry. And then who do we have here? I am Brian. You are Brian. And Don Juan... Is standing there looking there very you imposing. Go. Just standing in the back. Just standing <laughs> in the back. Uh, now, have you guys been seeing uh, more requests for Eagles? And and uh, well, I'm sure there were quite a, fi- a bunch of Phillies in the past uh, year or so, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, they're picking up for sure. Yeah, okay. I think we're going to see more Eagles stuff. You know, yeah. in the next week or so. And, uh, you know, with the Super Bowl and everything. And oh, if there's yeah, a victory, so. I, I will that. Do you usually get more on the lead up, or do you get? Um, uh, usually on the, on the back end. Okay, yeah. End. All right, that makes yeah, it, the, everyone's so, so joyous. it was pretty dead up until then, and then, you know, for a couple of weeks, it was like, oh, everybody wants the trophy. Everybody wants yeah. to get the trophy, you know? So. All right. All right. How you doing, Don? I'm well. I'm nice, very, man. Very, good. Yeah. You look, uh, you look very, uh... Old? No. <laughs> you don't look old. You look intense. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's just me in the morning. All right, all right, fair <laughs> the shades are taking care of a lot of it. Uh, you guys have been putting a lot of ink on Preston and Steve listeners. Uh, we appreciate all that. We get a lot of great feedback from awesome. you guys. Awesome. So, uh, Thanks for sending them. Yeah, no problem, man. We're happy to do it. I mean, you guys do such great work. It's wonderful to send people over that very way. Cool. We really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. But thank you guys for coming in and doing that, uh, doing this this morning. Yeah, well, uh, you guys. Because we got some real happy guys. It was very nostalgic coming back to the studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. By the way, congratulations to Bob Dodge. He's got a big... Baby on the way. Yeah. Thank you so much. 
When's that happening? Uh, maybe within the next week or two, like mm. like real soon. Wow. wow. Yeah. Is this the first one for you guys? No, no, no. It's our second. All right. I don't yeah. know how many guys I haven't talked to you in ages. Yeah, I know. I, yeah. I haven't even talked to myself in ages. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's all good. working too hard. No, we, we want to thank you guys for coming by and do this uh, this morning. It made some people very, very happy, so we appreciate it. Hey, awesome. thanks for having yeah. us. Anytime. Let's hear it for our guys. Yeah. Tattoos Day, and uh, by the way, uh, Floating World Tattoo and Piercing.com. What about Runic Tattoos as far as people reaching out yeah, to you, Yeah, RunicTattoo.com right. as well, yeah. All right, excellent. That's awesome. Tattoos Day here. Special version of it on the President Steve Show today. Nothing but Eagles love and ink. And we'll take pictures. We'll yes. make sure all this stuff is posted so everybody can see and uh, get a good taste of what we've been talking about all morning long. So we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. We have some bizarre file stories. Uh, we have to check back in with Eagle One, uh, Casey and company, the big game adventure on their way to Philadelphia, Missouri now. Population 206. Twice the size of Philadelphia, uh, Illinois. Illinois. Yeah. So we'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Two years, the strangest spectacle on snow is back. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic, Friday, March 3rd, at Scranton's Montage Mountain, with thousands up for grabs and cash prizes. Sled registration and complete details at WMMR.com. Come for the cardboard and stay for the Mountain Fest. Two days of live music, Mountainside. Friday night, it's up clear. Saturday starts with some pond skimming, then ramps up with an explosive double down. Lit. And fuel. Cap off the day with a fireworks show on the snow. Join us for a kickin' weekend at Montage. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic and Mountain Fest. Details at WMMR.com from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Hey, I want to mention something. I am uh, at an event uh, tomorrow at Montgomery County Community College, uh, and I'm going to be the subject of a master class. Ooh, you're uh, uh, you're giving a master class? A discussion with Preston from WMMR. My buddy uh, David Ivory is a professor over there, and it's going to be at the Mix Room at the Advanced Technology Center at noon. So, so we assume this is broadcast related, correct? It is broadcast related. Right. Yes, it not is. Not in foot modeling and or no drumming. No, none of that. Uh, but it's uh, you know it, the studio. Apparently, the facilities that they have there yeah. is amazing uh, as far as the recording uh, capabilities. Nice. Go. So yeah. I'm excited to see uh, the studios and everything. And I've heard it's uh, yeah, I've heard it's really really top of the line. Uh, so I'm there tomorrow at noon. If you're a student at Montgomery County Community College. Come on by and hang out for a bit. Should be cool. Hopefully, it'll be as successful as the time we spoke to those students over in Delaware, over the uh, the Delaware correct. What was it? The uh, correctional facility. It was uh, Delaware, Delaware County. County. Yes, yeah. it was. Uh, no, it, these are going to be actual, um, you know, college students. Oh, okay. Uh, and in fact, my my youngest is going to be going uh, to that because nice. uh, Caroline's really interested in uh, audio engineering. Uh, so wants to see firsthand all this stuff. So I'm looking Perfect. forward to that. Yeah. So yeah. it's tomorrow at noon. Uh, if you're interested. Uh, so let me see here. I'm peering up onto our monitor and I see a couple of fellas uh, that are in the front seat. And, well, there's a couple, a couple of fellas in the back seat, too, now that we're looking at it. John the road again. I think we should check in and see. Casey's going, John the road again. Casey's big game adventure with Anthony Gargano and Jackie Bam Bam and uh, Kyle Mack. And they're on their way to... 
Philadelphia, Missouri, which I've never been to before. No, I don't think the people that live there have ever been there. Probably not. Let's see how they're all doing. Case, how is it going so far? Well, I think everybody uh, is all well-rested. Cuz just woke up from a nap. I think Kyle was napping a little bit earlier. Um, You know, me and and Jackie Bam Bam, we stayed awake, didn't we, brother? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Got Dennis there. But, uh, no, we're we're doing well. I I think we're still in Illinois. Pretty sure we're still in Illinois. I have no idea. Casey, you'll know when you're not in Illinois because you guys get to cross the Mississippi River in a little bit. So it'll be noticeable, and you'll leave Illinois, cross the Mississippi, and then go into the town that Preston was referencing earlier, Hannibal, Missouri, uh, home of Mark Twain, and then you guys will be almost to Philadelphia, Missouri. So uh, I'm doing doing a quick check with the... uh, the, um, We crossed over the uh, Illinois River. Uh, a little while back. So, yeah, and at first, Nick, I thought maybe it was going to be the Mississippi, but definitely wasn't uh, uh, as big as the old man. Yeah, the old <laughs> mighty man. miss. <laughs> mighty miss. Uh, yeah. yeah, you're, you're, uh, it's funny because I'm looking at the, the map for the, uh, the Apple tags and you're in the middle of nothing. So, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> There's a gas station over here to my left. Uh, there you go. There you uh, go. They have, they have gas here, Steve. <laughs> it's good for your car. Really keeps it running. Um, so yeah, so we're we're hoping if you uh, the we, listen, we're not counting on it, but if you can make it to your next location before the end of the show, that'd be great because we were all very moved by Jack your blessing. What Jackie needs? To- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually caught myself pulling it, Jackie. I looked down. I was doing eighty-seven. I'm like, oh, geez, I can't be doing that. Um, yeah, I think we, we do have to pull over for gas in a little bit, not just yet. Um, but, you know, our arrival time is, you know, roughly 45 minutes. That's without a gas stop. So um, I, I think we might be able to get there before the uh, show's over. It's going to be cutting in a little bit close. We'll see. Maybe we can kill some time with something and uh, and try and make that happen live on the air. Hannibal's uh, 18 miles. Hannibal's right, so 18, 18 miles? miles. All right, and then it's not too much further to Philadelphia, Missouri after that. All right, we'll see if they can end up doing it. I'm surprised that these towns haven't gotten word of this and are not having little parades and things. As you know, they, they're, they're, they're coming from the the mother, let's say, Philadelphia to the satellite Philadelphias. Yeah, that's I mean, a good point. you'd think there'd be a little well, cause for celebration. You're about to say something, Case? They, they froze up. Yeah. Oh. Nope. Yep. They're driving through an area that has no signal or no anything. Police escort. So we kind of had a break. Oh, you had a police escort at one point. We're losing them. Just yeah, send, so send a postcard. Kind of like a parade. Yeah, yeah true. No, fair enough. All right, well, listen, you're going through kind of a kind of a crappy area, so we're going to let you guys go, and we'll uh, we'll see if we can check in and maybe maybe catch you guys as you're rolling into. Uh, Philadelphia, Missouri, for the next stop on Casey's Big Game Adventure. Throwing some love for Philly all over in various uh, Philadelphia. So the it'll be this one, and then tomorrow, I don't think we'll have any Philadelphia on the drive because they won't be able to make it to New Mexico by then, I don't think, Nick. Well, they're going to uh, be staying outside of Oklahoma City tonight. <sighs> That's right. So uh, the goal tomorrow night is Philadelphia, New Mexico. Wow. Uh, so they're going to stay uh, near near there, which is Las Cruces, New Mexico, and uh-huh. then 
Uh, Thursday, they're going to drive uh, the shortest drive of the trip. So Thursday is New Mexico up to, to the Phoenix area, mm-hmm. and they will be in Phoenix on Thursday night. And we uh-huh. determined that in Kansas City, they're going to get up, they're going to shake hands, they're going to say hi to people. Be pleasant. And set a good example. <laughs> That's right. And uh, counter the narrative that we're a bunch of miserable pricks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Be nice, like yeah. Dalton said. Yep. Until it's time. To not be nice. All right. While we're waiting for all that, we're going to do the Bizarre File. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre. Bizarre File. All right. Bizarre File this morning brought to you by Hard Rock Cafe Philadelphia. They're celebrating 25 rocking years in the city of brotherly love. And you can stop by for giveaways every day before February 8th. And reserve your table today. All right, so a 21-year-old man is accused of running naked through a hotel in Des Moines, Iowa, (laughs) wielding a toilet plunger and pulling fire alarms. We landed on the moon! Uh, Trevin Wayne Hill was arrested (laughs) and charged with assault while displaying a dangerous weapon, which is the toilet plunger. Okay. And disorderly conduct. Uh, Hill approached a victim in the 18th floor stairwell at the Des Moines Marriott downtown with a toilet plunger. He suctioned me. The naked man yelled, I'm going to effing get you as he chased the victim. That'd, that'd be cause for concern. Police said the uh, that multiple people saw Hill allegedly pull fire alarms around the hotel. Uh, the man continued running on several floors, swinging the plunger until he was subdued by police officers. Is it possible this was a test conducted by the home office? He was booked into the county jail. It's possible. Austrian police said Sunday that five people had been killed in avalanches in the west of the country after three deaths were reported Saturday, despite pleas for caution on ski slopes. Uh, the eight deaths came as a result. Uh, I'm sorry, as results, resorts are uh, filled during the February school holidays in Vienna with the avalanche alert uh, level at four on a scale of five after several days of intense snowfall and wind. And on Sunday, the body of a 59-year-old man Buried while helping the snow removal effort in his tractor was recovered. Two skiers who were 29 and 33, including a guide, uh, who were carried off-piste. Do you know what off-piste means, Nick? No. Off P-I-S-T-E. On uh, Saturday morning... Eagles! ...were found dead in uh, St. Anton M. Alberg. And a 62-year-old man who had not returned after cross-country skiing around the summit of uh, Hoy Eifner was recovered by rescuers and could not be revived. And then on Saturday, a 17-year-old New Zealander who was skiing off-piste, it says again. Yeah, it's away from groomed runs, so basically out out of bounds. Back country. Yeah. Uh, A German man in his 50s and a 32-year-old Chinese man were also said to be skiing outside of the designated routes, and they were found dead. Wow. Yeah. And and they go to great lengths to actually manage, you know, potential avalanche situations. But if you're off-piste... Then you're running the risk. Well, yeah, and they gave people warnings. They said, yeah. "Don't do it." Over the past two days, heavy snowfall and wind have increases the, uh, have increased the avalanche danger. Stay on piste. With officials warning winter sports enthusiasts to exercise caution, thirty avalanches were on Saturday in Tyrol alone, eleven of which involved missing people. With the numerous rescue operations hampered by poor visibility <laughs> and bad weather conditions, that's just nasty, man. They were pieced off. A Ferrari was left hanging after an elevator shaft malfunction at a high-end car dealership in Florida. Wow. You should see a picture of this thing. Like, it went all the way down the shaft. Crews responded to the dealership Tuesday night. 
Uh, they first had to mitigate a fuel leak, which involved setting up a portable standpipes and shutting off the power to the business. Officials said a 45-foot boom and multiple 50,000-pound winches were used to extract the Ferrari out of the uh, elevator shaft. Is this like one of those Carvana type of buildings? I don't know. Uh, I don't think it's that. It's, it's, well, maybe. It's a yeah. dealership. So, uh, in total, crews worked for about four hours to remove the vehicle. Oh, man. No one was injured in the incident. A farm dog has broken a world record after being crowned the oldest living canine. Bobby, who is 30 years old, has reached the milestone by outliving his breed's normal life expectancy by almost two decades. Bobby is a Rafero de Alentejo, a Portuguese breed, best known for being an excellent farm and a state watchdog, according to the American Kennel Club. The breed typically has a lifespan of 12 to 14 years. This guy lived to 30. So I'm watching the video of this dog, and this dog, you would have no idea it's that age, especially since... Yeah, it's walking around slower, but there's no, like, big sign of joint pain or anything like that. It's amazing. It seems age is just a number for Bobby, who's 30 and 200, actually 30 years and 267 days old, to be precise. Wow. Uh, and he is still fit enough to roam around and play with a feline friend. Bobby was born uh, in May 1992 and has uh, lived his life with his owner, uh, Leonel Costa and his family in Portugal. It's amazing. Uh, the age has been verified. Previously, the oldest dog ever was Bluey, an Australian cattle dog, and he lived from 1910 to 1939, making him 29 and five months old when he died. So this is not just the oldest dog now. This is like the oldest dog recorded. on recorded yeah. history to ever have lived. And just, I don't smoke. That's uh, the key. The Costa family believe the secret to his long life is living in a natural environment and having the freedom to walk around whenever he likes. Uh, the pooch has never been chained nor attached to a leash and has always freely roamed the forest and farmland. Uh, nowadays, the dog owners are steering away from kibble and feeding their dogs a raw diet. Bobby has never eaten either, as he has always been fed human food, which, of course, they tell, tell you, you not to do. do. <laughs> Sons of bitches, so they can sell you more uh, more dog stuff. As their digestive system is different, and some foods may be toxic to your canine, but old dog Bobby... Dog 30 years. It's the, the oldest dog ever living Eating off. human food, damn it. Yeah. Federal agents are trying to figure out why an Oklahoma gun store owner threw almost 250 guns in a dumpster and why a man was allegedly allowed to keep two of them as a memento. I saw a picture of this thing. Yeah. The, I mean, it's a full-size dumpster. Filled with firearms. all the way up with guns. It's crazy. Were they past their sell-by date? A kind, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, they were expired. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, actually, there was something wrong with them, apparently. On January 19th, an Oklahoma City... Oh, good, there's City, defective guns. Oklahoma sanitation <laughs> worker stumbled upon a dumpster with 236 rifles and 12 shotguns in it. The shocking find led him to call authorities who found that many of the guns were functional. Investigators wrote that in late 2022, the owner of the store, International Firearm Corporation, Anthony Mazzato, had asked agents with the ATF uh, to how to destroy the weapon, citing a manufacturer's defect. He was told... Uh, in the fall by the ATF to slice the faulty guns in three different areas. Several months later, on the same day the agency was contacted by the sanitation worker, ATF agents visited the dumpster. They found functional guns despite being partially cut. 
Uh, the agents then encountered two men near the store who told them that they had seen the dumpster loaded with guns on separate occasions. And uh, Mike Keenum, one of the men near the store, told agents that a teen just gave him a couple of the guns and, you know, he'd just say he could have them. In your neighborhood, what day do you put out guns and hand grenades? It's, it's Thursday. Yeah, yeah, Thursday. We do that, yeah. And if you put it out any other day, they won't take it. Uh, the ATF agent said Mr. Keenum told the man that he did not intend to shoot the guns, but rather wanted to hang the firearms on his wall. <laughs> The male employee gave okay. them two uncut firearms and gave Mr. Keenum two magazines for each of the firearms as well. And you want some bullets just to show what it shoots? Authorities are seeking to search Mazzato's homes and other businesses to see whether uh, the two guns given away were documented or not, because you can't do that. Is that a bazooka? Uh, agents are looking into whether Mazzato improperly disposed of the weapons or not. I'm going to say yeah. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, how about we give away a $50 gift card to pick a lily in. I've got a couple more left, so let's do one now. Uh, it'll be caller number 22 at 215-263-WMMR, and every pick a lily in order comes with uh, reheating instructions to make sure that your food is fresh, hot, and delicious, whether you pick up on game day or schedule ahead of time. Uh, so make sure you get in touch with him. You can go to pickalily.com. That's P-I-C-A-L-I-L-L-I.com. And uh, we'll take caller 22. We'll give you that $50 gift card. 215-263-WMMR. Coming back. Lesson question. Trash. Music news. Stay with us. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Well, check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on MMR's mobile app. This is Virginia Lottery recording session. We are rolling whenever you're ready, Sam. Coming this Tuesday, the Virginia Lottery is... Try option three. The Virginia Lottery has newly brewed and fun to do... Try four. We have a rotating selection of scratchers, online games, print and play. Actually, just read option one. Virginia Lottery, new games every Tuesday. Perfect. For more information, visit VALottery.com slash Tuesday. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. A lot of activity. Fellas are on the road. Eagle One moving. Headed towards the border of Missouri. Trying to make it to Philadelphia, Missouri here shortly. Uh, we'll see if, uh, I don't know, they're about a half hour away from hitting it. I don't know if we'll be able to get it on our, our program or not. Did you work in a town near Philadelphia, Missouri and not know no. it was there? No, no, I wasn't anywhere near that. It was, it, it's kind of, it's north of uh, St. Louis, but I, I, when I first worked in radio, I was way further out east or west. Uh, but, uh, but I'm familiar with small towns <laughs> in Missouri and what they're like, and it should be interesting to see what, uh, what they think of it. Uh, but the most important thing is we ceremoniously, uh, plant a green rose, yes. a gold dipped green rose, uh, in the town of Philadelphia and, uh, water it with a uh, blessed Schuylkill River water. The way you have to, if you're going to do it. Casey has uh, brought along with him and uh, say a few words and then uh, hopefully continue to uh, spread uh, the green wave as it moves across the uh, the country. So uh, we'll check in with those guys and see what the word is on that. But in the meantime, we're going to do uh, today's lesson question. Uh, let me see here. I did not look at these yet because I was uh, making big potties. Uh, while we were in the commercial break. Where are you? Yeah. Oh, I, I went upstairs. No, I, I, I rocked our regular one. Okay. Uh, so I haven't looked at these yet. Let's see. How about we go with... And by the way, we're going to give away as a prize a uh, pair of tickets to see 
uh, Steve Trevino this Friday at the Keswick Theater. Uh, and I think we're going to go with this. Which legendary creature might the residents of Philadelphia, Illinois, mistake Jackie Bam Bam for? 215-263-WMMR. This is not Bigfoot. Let's see if you know the answer. You had to have heard it earlier. Which legendary creature might the residents of Philadelphia, Illinois, mistake Jackie Bam Bam for? 215-263-WMMR. If you know the answer to that, by all means, call right now. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, this morning is brought to you by... Hmm. Living Essentials. Remember college? Five-hour energy got you through. The energized feeling you relied on back then still works today. Rediscover 5-Hour Energy. It'll get you through again. Visit 5HourEnergy.com. What's happening, Steve? Well, uh, actress Terry Hatcher responding to rumors of a possible Desperate Housewives reboot. Hatcher says she would be concerned that it could override its programming and kill people, but then admitted that she thought they said robot. Emily Ratajkowski, I'm saying that right, turned heads wearing a completely see-through top at a Marc Jacobs fashion show. The 31-year-old model told reporters that she hates how people assume they have license to objectify her. Finally, Gwyneth Paltrow admitting she still has a dress she wore when she was dating Brad Pitt. Paltrow says people think there's a sunburst design on the chest, but it's actually just dried pit. Oh, is that that's your Hollywood track. All right, we'll see if we can get a winner. And somebody who knows the answer to this question, uh, we need to find out if you heard which legendary creature the residents of Philadelphia, Illinois, might mistake Jackie Bam Bam for. And we will go to Kyle. Hey, Kyle, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Matthew Blathew. Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> if only Casey was here to hear it. All right, Kyle, uh, who might they mistake uh, Jackie Bam Bam for? Uh, Chupacabra. The Chupacabra. Yeah. Yep. Hang on, Kyle. Got yourself a pair of tickets to see comedian Steve Trevino. It'll be this Friday, the show, February 10th at the Keswick Theater in Glenside, PA. And tickets are on sale now via AXS.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music View on 93.3 WMMR. All right, it is brought to you by Miller Lite is a present uh, Bird Bowl 2023, Brooklyn Bowl, Philadelphia, uh, with VIP bowling experiences, food and drinks, specials that are taking place, and more. So head to brooklynbowl.com, and you can make your big game plans right now. Lincoln Park is set to unveil a previously unreleased Meteora-era song called Lost, Coming out on Friday, the song is from the sessions for the band's sophomore album, uh, 2003's Meteora. In advance of the full song release, uh, Linkin Park have teased an 18-second snippet of the track. Uh, The song comes weeks before Meteora celebrates its 20th anniversary. The album, uh, which which was released on March 25, 2003, spawned the hits Somewhere I Belong, Breaking the Habit, and Numb. So huge for them. It's on its way to selling... 16 million copies worldwide, by the way. And so, this, amazing. Is, this is music that has not been heard yet. And uh, apparently, Chester Bennington, from what I understand, will be on the, the wow. track. Wow. Yeah. Paul Stanley, rumored, uh, his, y- rumored use of pre recorded vocal tracks <laughs> yeah. 
has long been the subject of many conversations in the KISS fan community. Even though they themselves, at least Gene Simmons, has been pretty critical of bands that have yes. voice tracks. So there was a chat with KISS manager, Doc McGee. He spoke with the Sinkin' Stanley YouTube page and explained, and this is what he said. This is kind of interesting. He said he sings every track, so he sings to it. So he's not lip-syncing. He fully sings. It's enhanced. It's just part of the process to make sure that everybody hears the songs the way that they should be sang to begin with. Nobody wants to hear people do stuff that's not real, that's not what they came to hear. And then Sink and Stanley then pushed McGee to clarify if he's, quote, actually saying that there are backing tracks that Stanley is singing to, to which McGee said, he'll sing to tracks. <laughs> it's all part of a process. Read my lips. Everybody wants to hear everybody sing, but he fully sings to every song. So the bottom line is... You know... <laughs> What is this? Every once in a while, we like to get a little wasted. We like to take a taste of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> the hell? <laughs> we like to take a taste of alcohol. And I tell you, when we won't get going, we ain't going to be drinking no Southern Comfort. No, no. Cold gin. No, we ain't going to be drinking no tequila. Okay. Uh, we ain't going to be drinking no you. We ain't going to be drinking no oval tea. Sunny delight. Ain't going to be drinking no half and half. We want to drink that gets us moving. I can't eat. I legitimately can't hear you. Uh, I'm very old and I have hearing problems. Mm-hmm. Um, so what? Uh, bottom line is, is is they have a a track playing and and there's some vocals on it. He is singing along as well, but they also have vocals in that too. You know, you'd be surprised how many concerts you yeah. see where they're they're doing. Like what are they call them click tracks and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, but but these have backing vocals yeah. and and I would imagine some some lead vocals too. And he's singing along with it, and they're mixing in his actual vocals. But as kind of a backup to make sure that it does sound good, they've got the real track going. Well, that's why it's always an exciting thing when the the you know the the band takes the stage and and uh, the show's already been on for fifteen minutes. Right. <laughs> all right, a couple more things. Uh, e Street Band guitarist Steve Van Zandt has sold his publishing and creative assets to Primary Wave. The deal includes Van Zandt's production stake in such Bruce Springsteen albums as The River, Born in the USA, uh, Tracks, and The Ties That Bind the River Collection, as well as his work with Southside Johnny and the Jukes. Uh, Highlights of the deal include some of the artist's biggest hits, among them Southside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes, I Don't Want to Go Home, and This Time It's For Real and I Am a Patriot. Uh, which was famously covered by Jackson Brown, Pearl Jam, and others. And the theme song for his 2019 Netflix series, Lillehammer, and, which I didn't know this, and I guess he wrote it, Darlene Loves Holiday Hit, All Alone on Christmas. He wrote that? I, I, Nick, can you look that up, All Alone on Christmas? I'm going to see if he is the primary songwriter. Uh, that song was featured in such films as Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, and Love Actually. Yeah, it was. He wrote it. That's... 
awesome. Yeah, written and arranged by Stephen Van Zandt. That's fantastic. I had no idea. Among the artists... I know that, that Gene Simmons wrote Little Drummer Boy. Uh, among the artists that have covered that song... I'm a drummer as well. ...over the years, you're a bass player. Oh, all right. Uh, are uh, Nancy Sinatra, Meatloaf, Ronnie Spector, uh, Damian Marley, Brian Setzer, Gary U.S. Bonds, and Jimmy Barnes, among others. So... Mm. That's a huge. He's you, listen. You write a holiday classic. You're, you're set. You're set for life. I keep trying. It doesn't work. Uh, Van Zam was quoted in the announcement as saying about Primary Wave, they have an incredible track record for being creative and proactive. Looking forward to seeing what kind of fun that we can have with these songs, and I'm still really proud of them. So, and then one last story. Way back in the summer of 2021. We learned that the members of Rush had teamed up with a Canadian brewery. Getty Lee and Alex Lifeson, in collaboration with Henderson Brewing Company, released the first beer in the Rush series in August of 2021. The inaugural brew was a golden ale. Uh, it's really good. I've had it. You tried it. Some people sent me a few. I still have like uh, eight cans of it left. So you're going to hold on to it um, just to keep it intact as a yeah. collectible? Yeah, or exactly. Do you think you'll crack a few more open? No, I don't think I'll crack any open. Uh, but anyhow, they were at the time, they were only available in Canada, and people had to send them to me. But in March 2022, the second release was announced. Uh, this one had a better name. It was called Moving Pictures. Ah. Uh, it was still only available up north until now. Uh, Shangi's Beer Authority. Shangi? I guess that's how you say yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, announced today, yesterday, that uh, they are an exclusive distributor of the Rush beers uh, beginning this week on Friday. Uh, they'll begin carrying Golden Ale at their uh, Emmaus and McCungie locations. And the single 12 ounce bottle will run you $3.99, a full case $59.99. That's pretty wild. Uh, the beer distributor opens at 9 a.m., and quantities are limited. You can choose a path that's clear, quote Rush. <laughs> And get there early. So. I wonder which band-associated beer and or libation has proven the most lucrative. Metallica has done very well with yeah. that. Uh, Iron, Ma- Iron Maiden had a beer. Yes, that's right. I totally forgot about that. Cabo yeah. Wobble sold really well for uh, Sammy Hagar. For Sammy, yeah. Uh, and by the way, also Rush, uh, they released a mustard, too. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. They had, there was a video of them uh, having the Rush mustard. It's through the it's through the brewery. Okay. Uh, Do they have a mustard song? It's so funny. <laughs> that, no, but but Alex is is hilarious, and and he just he's uh, so tongue in cheek with this stuff. It's really, really funny. mustard. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in uh, music news for you. One final fifty dollars gift card from our friends at Piccadilly Inn, and we'll take caller number eleven at two one five two six three. WMMR, and we will set you up with that. And you'll be good to go for your game uh, party coming up. So looking for a place to watch the big game, though, the pick also has you covered with $3 domestic drafts, $5 crafts, and the best wings in South Jersey. You can visit pickalily.com. But we'll take caller number 11, and we'll give you that $50 gift card. We'll take a break, and we'll come back in a moment, get ready to wrap things up. Stay with us. Wait, what's say? Where was that place, Preston and Steve, said that guy did that thing that one time? Uh, don't bother your friends. If you missed something on the Preston and Steve show, the daily podcast and the YouTube stream are posted on PrestonandSteve.com every day after the show for just such occasions. It's always there and always free. That is until the internet breaks and we've got bigger problems. Very rare back-to-back song set on the Preston and Steve show. Uh, but we did that for a reason. 
because I think we need to come full circle uh, this morning with our fellas on the road. And, of course, we're talking about Casey's Big Game Adventure. Uh, they had a chance to stop in Philadelphia, Illinois this morning, and they're like three miles outside of Philadelphia, Missouri. So we need a little bit more time just to get them where they needed to be. The fact that they're going to visit two of our sister Philadelphias in one show, mm-hmm. pretty amazing. Yeah. Now, so. this is... I hope they're prepared for this because this one is twice the size. Twice the size. Of the original Philadelphia. It can get a bit, a bit yeah. confusing if you don't know your way around the roads. There might be, you know, roundabouts and jug handles and things like that. You're going to get lost. And you know. so hopefully they'll be able to hold it together. So how about we go? See how's everybody's doing. It is Casey's Big Game Adventure. Uh, Eagle One, can you read me? We read you loud and clear. <laughs> yes, yes. All right. Was I, was I correct in saying uh, roughly three miles or so outside of Philadelphia, Missouri? Two. Two. Miles. All right, two, two miles. miles. All right, so we're going to be able to do this during this segment for oh, yeah. sure. Um, it's been a warning. We're almost there. All right. And will there be, uh, I, I don't know, leading into, uh, since you're two miles out when you guys were Driving through Philadelphia, Illinois, it was uh, it was pretty barren. There was very little there. Are you seeing any signs? Are you seeing any signs of uh, humanity? No. No. Okay. No. All right. No. I saw a UFO. for Jackie The other problem here is the, the the street that we're the road that we're on right now. Unlike the last town, it doesn't have a shoulder, so I don't even know where I'm going to be able to pull over. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, we got about a mile and a half. I, you know, hopefully they'll have a Philadelphia sign like the other Philadelphia, but I'm not going to know until we get there. Yeah, yeah, it's all uncharted territory well, at this point. You, compared to what you saw first, this should be a booming metropolis because this is twice the size. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys have any stats on this town? Like, were you joking when you said it had 200 people? Or the 206 no. our last census? Uh, well, it was 100. It, uh, it was 106 in uh, uh, 2020. Uh, no, I was talking about uh, Illinois. Oh, right, yes. This, I thought this was like 260 or something oh, like that. I, I saw 206, wow. but I'm I, like, yeah. Nick, is there a, um, <laughs> is there a Wikipedia page on uh, Philadelphia, Illinois, There or Philadelphia, Missouri? There was for Philadelphia, Illinois. There is not. There is not. Uh, but, okay. yeah, I mean, you guys will, uh, you'll see the public county water system on the way in, and then the rural fire, fire department, uh, and then I think the highlight of the town is probably the farmers coop twenty four hour gas and diesel. Oh yeah, so that's right around oh, yeah. the corner. No, I'm I'm seeing I'm seeing some stats here, Nick. You got you do have a, a population right, right, two hundred six. Here we go. We're here, guys. We're, We're here. here, Philadelphia. All right, they have they have made it. It's the home of the it's the home of the what, guys? The Mustangs. The Mustangs. Ah, All right. Yes, the Mustangs. And so do you see, indeed see a, uh, a town sign there that you guys will be able to access? Yes. 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 As a matter of fact, we do. And uh, so I'm going to get out of the car right now. Okay. Uh, let me um, let me put this. Uh, hi, are you guys there? Yeah. Yes. Okay, good. Yeah, so Jackie took his uh, seatbelt off too early, so the car was, was beeping like a... Uh, do you know what I mean? And, yes. And uh, I, I wouldn't. I wasn't able to do that. Uh, to turn it off until I turn the car off. So. Okay. Yeah. He's he's uh, very he's very enthusiastic. 
I know. He's a sweet kid. All right, so I got to turn my uh, my video on so you guys can see me. All right, uh, hey, you got the you got the rose. All right, so uh, we're gonna get, I'm gonna bring this. Uh, I'm gonna come over. <laughs> By the way, here. This is uh, this is Philadelphia, Missouri. <laughs> Look at oh, that skyline. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. Look yeah. at that. Wow. Yeah. That's just something else. That's like uh, Vegas. Yeah, it's a lot right like... across the from uh, Marion uh, R2 Fire and Rescue. And, you know, maybe at some point, maybe after uh, we, we plant the rose and everything like that, we'll... Um, We'll take a tour through the city. Yeah, stop off okay. at the gas station, see if you can talk to some people and see how fired yeah. up they are. Say hi to the mayor. Yeah. <laughs> so what the, what they were saying was that um, the 2011 Class 1 girls basketball undefeated state champions came from Philadelphia. All right, another champion. Our sister Philadelphia. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. And then Do you where see somebody is right now, he's actually at a, a cooler sign. There's a farmer. Uh... So you can see that. Yes. Welcome to Philadelphia, home of the Mustangs. I like it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what so is, should I should I should I uh, plant the the flower here? Yeah. I think at, that at this, at this sign rather than the other one. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I think that's more impressive. Yeah. And uh, okay. So, what do you guys want to bet a cop comes along at this place too? Oh. I bet you. They could meet the the police in every Philadelphia. Right, right. There's an all points bulletin out already. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, do your ritual, Case. Have they been doing? Right, here we Philadelphia? go. Um, are you, you going to bury? I'll yeah. bury. Here we go, everybody. Going to bury this. You got the water. You got, got the water. water. You got the water. water. Yeah. Make sure you got the right water. <laughs> all right. I'm the altar boy. We're gonna come on. Use your muscles to take that uh, yeah. thing off of the holy water. Oh my gosh. Okay. I got it. Here okay. we go. All right. I'm so, so strong. Is the rose in the ground? Yeah. yeah. Rose is down in the ground. So we can see it. Oh, there it is. Beautiful. Here we go. I want to make sure. We... Yeah, I All can right. see it. All right, good. And there we go. Pouring the holy scoop of water. All right, everybody. All right, there right. Yes. This is a reading from the letter of Randell to the Cunninghams. <laughs> <laughs> Randall Cunningham, quarterback. The guy everybody wants to sack. <laughs> now you see me. Now you don't. You think you will. Oh, no, you won't. Buddy's watching you. Amen. Wow. All right. Stop number two in these uh, official plantings has taken place. <laughs> look at this guy. Look at look at this group That's of people. That's a great shot. We're watching uh, all four of these guys <laughs> on the video live in Philadelphia, Missouri with that, uh, that with tower of metropolis in the background. <laughs> Don't drink that water, Jackie. Oh, my goodness. All right. Hey, mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Casey, so obviously you guys have made your two stops you wanted to get to, but where's your destination as far as where you're staying this evening? All right, so our destination, we're, we're going to be staying in Oklahoma City uh, tonight. So we've got, um, uh, we're going we're to go through Kansas City. Uh, we're going we're gonna to spread some Philadelphia love. We're going to mm-hmm. spread some, some brotherly love in Kansas City. But ultimately, uh, you know, hopefully by this evening, we'll be in Oklahoma City. And then tomorrow morning, we're going to be checking in from the alma mater of uh, not only Jalen Hurts, but also Lane Johnson okay. at uh, University of Oklahoma. So Excellent. that's going to be our, our big stop tomorrow. Excellent. All right. All right. Um, I have a question. Yes. Um, has uh, How has Jackie, um, or has Jackie slept? And honest Jackie. truth, Jackie. Yeah, believe it or not, 
I get more sleep on these road trips than I do at home. So it's, it's a bonus. That's, that doesn't tell me anything. That could mean for you 10 minutes. So what, I, I, what I'd like to no, know I got is... Five, I, I think I got five plus hours last wow. night. What shower. time did you get to wherever it was you stopped last night? Number it one. was like ten thirty Philadelphia time, so you know we we, we gained an hour. So um, nine thirty. We stopped at the hotel. We we stopped and, and grabbed a bite to eat at okay. a at a Mexican restaurant. But uh, you know we finally, I think we got to sleep closer to midnight uh, Philly time. And Jackie, how did you go? How long did you were you in your room before you went to bed? Uh, about an hour and a half. I showered instead of showering in the morning, and okay. I got my clothes all laid out. And so when Casey, it's like the Army. He's like, be in the lobby at 5 a.m. Okay, man, I'm on that elevator at 3 minutes of 5. And I'm You're late, Casey. Yeah, I, I'd be Casey boy today, but tomorrow I'll be drill sergeant. So yeah. you actually went to bed at midnight and slept for at least four or five hours. Yeah, I did, believe right. it or not. That's I sent all... you a couple texts. Didn't you get them? No. Oh, okay. You send me 500 texts a day on a, on a light day uh, of you holding some obscure 45 that I've never seen before, never heard, or better yet, your father holding it, and, or you in some mummer's thing uh, in front of a Girl Scout troop somewhere. So I have no idea, and there are never any context to any of the texts you send me. So, um, hey, so we just uh, we just parked uh, on, on the street, and the lady, uh, we're parked in front of her house, and she just drove past us, and, and oh, I was going to say, let's go talk to her, but... She just pulled into her garage. She's getting her shotgun. Yeah, she's <laughs> <laughs> But she gave us a death stare as she was driving past us, and then I was like, oh, is that- Casey, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. Well, job well done. Uh, drive on and uh, stay safe, and I'm sure you'll check in with Pierre and, and Brent and everybody else uh, through the course of the day. All right, my man? Most definitely. Nice right. job, guys. Hey! Eagle One continues. It's track across the country, making it to Phoenix for, uh, you know, dropping off of some wonderful items collected by various people and organizations and uh, just trying to do our best and do our part to make sure that things go the way they should go. How, how long do you think those two gold roses, green gold roses, will stay in place? I think it'll stay for a while. I don't oh, think anybody will notice. No one is going right? to see them. Yeah, That's exactly right? what I was Anybody's thinking. Anybody's going to notice. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Maybe they'll take root and you and never grow know. grow a gold tree. Yep. Uh, so, Pierre, shall we do the letter of the day? First, though, the irony that they're doing this massive mad dash to to do this sort of opposite scavenger hunt, drop things off along the way, and then get there and not see the game. Yes. And then fly back. Well, there's, there's, back. there's such chaos and madness in there that I can that I can really wrap my head around it. I can, because it, it, it doesn't seem to make sense, but it, it does. It doesn't make a if you goddamn bit of sense. Superstition. And yet it's, there's brilliance in it and madness, utter madness in it and absolute <laughs> chaos in it. And that's why I can relate with it. All right. There you now, go. Now we can do the letter. Now you can relate. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And oh. the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. Sorry, I jumped. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I paused. Uh, <laughs> well, there you go. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> I as in interstate. All right. I, letter number two. By the way, we have a two-night weekend stay in a cabin at uh, Lackawanna State Park, courtesy of Knock at the Cabin from M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, save your family or save humanity this February. Make the choice. 
The Universal Pictures proudly presents a new thriller from M. Night Shyamalan, Knock at the Cabin. Rated R now in theaters, and you can visit Lackawanna State Park for hiking, picnicking, swimming, and fishing. Uh, just 10 miles north of Scranton and easily accessible from I-81. Uh, I would like to, real quickly, before I thank our sponsors, I want to thank uh, Dick Vermeule. Yes. Being on the show this morning. <laughs> I want to thank uh, Sam Rill for being on the program. Thank you to Pick a Lillian Lily. for being here. And thank you as well to our listeners who got the tattoos. We had Steve Ardinger, uh, Cliff Mungavin, and Chris Klein, along with uh, Mikey Walters. And thanks, of course, to our tattoo artist from... Floating World Tattoos and Piercing, and from Runic Tattoo as well. Also want to take a moment to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today by Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, and by Manhattan Bagel. You gather, they cater, Manhattan Bagel. And Duncan, President Steve Show, runs on Duncan. Tomorrow's program, we continue with the fellas on the road, see how they're doing. Uh, but we also have Adam McKay. Awesome. Philadelphia native joining us, and uh, we'll talk, obviously, about the Super Bowl. And... Gary Lauer's birthday. Tomorrow. Oh my gosh. I don't know what we're doing, but Marissa wrote down Gary Lauer's birthday. We have to put him in the manger. I think that's what we have to do. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, game. Bye bye. Preston and Steve on 933 WMMR. <laughs> From our early days of delivering ice and coal, Griffith Energy Services has been a leader in having the right comfort solutions for you. Folks rely on Griffith for everything from heating oil and propane to HVAC service, installation and repair, and so much more. Griffith Energy Services, doggone dependable for 125 years. Griffith specializes in train, but services all brands. Visit Griffith Energy Services today. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. License number MTHVACR012278.